The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good evening from the pit at Elder High School where the Panthers take on Canada North, uh, a team that's basically a, uh, I guess, an all-star team of Toronto area. And people have to understand that uh, football's not the dominant sport in Canada, in which most people know it's, it's hockey. But these guys want to become uh, football players and get scholarships and do that. And so they come together and they go and form this team. And uh, they have, like in junior hockey up in Canada, billet t- families who host the kids and they live with families in, in, in an area so they can play. And to get seen, they travel all over the USA, mostly in the Midwest, uh, uh, but I know at the end of the year they're, they're playing IMG Academy down in Florida. But uh, that's what they do. But interesting, uh, the, the the travels that they took to get here, it's, it's unbelievable. And I think a lot of it was with the COVID uh, rules in Canada. Uh, they had to split the team in two. One group flew, to, I believe, to Indianapolis and the other one to Columbus. They get on buses from there. And they got in uh, Wednesday evening, from what I understand, and then they've been, you know, here a few days, staying together. Following this game, they'll get on a one bus and head back to the border. That bus is not allowed to get into Canada. Their parents have to wait at the border and uh, check them in at the border, and uh, that's going to be their weekend. So <laughs> here they are, and, and and Steve and Tom, we don't know a lot about them, but. Uh, they are a skilled team. It's a lot different than the team that came up here from Virginia. These kids, uh, uh, there's a lot of them. They're, you can see the skill and they're warming up. Yeah, a lot of skilled players. And the reason they don't play teams in Canada is because Canadian football is different than United States football. Twelve people on the field versus 11. Uh, so they don't even, uh, in, in rule changes and motion differences, so they only play American-style football, so they don't even mess with, teams in their areas that's why they cross the border plus they play some of the higher profile teams that they can find in the united states like img academy um and uh st ed's and teams like that so that hopefully they'll catch the attention of some college scouts i can tell you in pregame which is watching um they had a guy uh hitting uh 47 yard field goals and uh the punter looked really good from the 40 yard line dropping the ball in inside the five um, so all I can tell you is they have red trousers on and they have a good <laughs> kicking game. And, uh, the, the, you know, they're probably very skilled players. But nothing o- online. Usually we can do a search and find stuff. Really nothing there. Um, Len was able to get the roster and put together a, a sort of a, a, a sheet of who could possibly be playing where. But that's going to be an unknown. And there's already numbers out there that aren't on the roster. So who, who knows? Yeah, it might be a little bit interesting in the call of the game with the players' names because, like, like Steve said, we we normally get a, a a lot of stuff on a team. This one, it's not been as readily available, so we'll we'll work our way through it and, and work it out. But Tom, you know, it, when when I was uh, looking at the weather and listening to weather people today at this time, I was kind of envisioning and picturing a. Uh, 
you know, like the CNN reporters during a, a hurricane. I was looking where for Jim Cantori to yeah, right, in the wind blowing, and, and we're sitting here looking at a beautiful sunset, uh, peaceful and calm. Now looking at weather radar, there's a big clump of stuff way out. Yeah, uh, west I, of Evanston, but uh, I still got bags of salt from that snowstorm they projected. <laughs> yeah, right, uh, you know. yeah, yeah, that that the the thirteen fourteen inches that yeah, uh, yeah. was about a, a Stri- dusting. So st- strike two. Yeah. yeah, right. So, but job well done. We're we're hoping that this game will not be delayed. Uh, rain's not a problem, but when you get on the radar, the the reds and the yellows, uh, which means lightning, that could be the problem. And the thing is, this game is not going to be. Well, we'll play it tomorrow because the schedule of this team to get back over the border, it it has to be played. And from what I heard, uh, I, I believe one of the games they played, I think earlier at Mentor uh, they played, there was a lightning delay. And since they couldn't say, well, let's play it tomorrow, that game ended at 2 a.m. So I hope we don't have anything like yeah. that. Yeah, so. and I think they had issues when they played St. Ed's as well. Okay, with, with it might have been the St. Ed's. But, uh, uh, of course, this team next week, and you talk about a, a tough schedule. They play St. Ignatius up in Cleveland. And then, uh, and, and as I said, at the end of the uh, season for them on the 5th of November, uh, they're going to travel to Florida to play IMG Academy. So this team is a little more established than Bishop Sycamore, Tom. Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> and we were talking, you know, texting each other during the day. Mark, you made a, a really great point earlier in the day. Of all the games on Elder Schedule that could have been canceled or delayed or what rescheduled because of COVID or travel or whatever was this game. And oh, then yeah. there comes the weather, and lo and behold, here we are, you know, 30 minutes before kickoff. And this just looks like a normal, beautiful fall evening, like you said, the sun setting in the west. And uh, the field's in great condition. And uh, it's going to be a game where Elder needs – uh, a, a team like this to play against, and I'm not saying they're they're not good. I'm saying compared to the Pickerton Centrals and the St. X's and the Lakewood St. Ed's and on and on and on, Ron Collies, that that hopefully Elder will be able to get their confidence back up and, and make some plays and defend a little bit and do enough to get a victory. But from a Harbin standpoint, not to get too granular here early, uh, Football North only has one victory. Elder sits number eight in the Harbins currently. So when, even if they win this game, there's not many Harbin points, and we're going to get later on, but it looks to me that for Elder to secure a home game, they're going to have to beat LaSalle next week on the road. We'll get into that later. But So tonight's just a great night looking for a good game with a good crowd. And it is senior night, and uh, that's always kind of a memorable night here. It's the, the last, you know, possible last home game at the pit for these seniors and it's kind of an emotional thing and uh, the parents get to walk out with their sons and and it's unfortunate the the steve we've talked about it too many people were listening to well i'm not going to go it's i'm going to get rained on it's going to yeah. be storms tornadoes and all this yeah. cry hail and and it's it's turned out to be yeah, a don't, wonderful don't, night and don't be able to it's uh it, it's a Light crowd right now. Now, I, I know a lot of people are out in the parking lot tailgating and so forth, but uh, hopefully uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, we'll be getting a good group of people. And if you, you decided, yeah, I'm not going to go, come on, hop in the car. Senior night, it's always fun out here. But uh, let's, let's uh, go back last week, guys. It was a tough loss, Ron Colley. Uh, you know, they – 
there's no doubt about it. They had a, a great team, size, speed, everything, but 35-21. I know people get tired of, of, of hearing it. Elder is a better team than the record says. Oh, they, the, and, and Doug at, at Dad's Club, you know, he was saying, it was like, you know, our passing game, now obviously the running game attack is, is, is not there, and then it would – complicates things is what they have at running it luke flowers is injured and will be out tonight so uh you know that that's not a good thing as well but uh ron collie man they played a complete game and uh, elder just could not you know, there was just too many mistakes yeah the, just just enough mistakes on, on elders part to uh, keep ron collie in the game and uh again it's like we've seen it so many times this year the, the, the elders had opportunities, had chances to be right there in the game in just about every game, even the X game up through the halftime. Yeah. We're talking about if Elder can get a stop you know, on, on X's first drive because they were receiving the, the halftime kick, Elder could be in this game. Boom, they ran it back for a touchdown, and you could have started the buses at, at that point, unfortunately. So, you know, I, I think once this team – gets past LaSalle and gets into week 11, whether they're on the road or at home. Um, to quote Co- uh, Coach Ramsey, our, you know, our schedule will probably be getting easier, um, you know, unless they're, they're lining up against another GCL South opponent. If they can get into, uh, you know, lock horns with, with some of these GMC teams, um, you know, I, I think Elder, I, I like Elder's chances. You know, Doug mentioned over and over this year that this is a fun team to coach. Uh, they're coachable. There's not a lot of attitudes like, you know, I'm half listening because I know how to do that. These kids are just the opposite, almost to a, almost to a fault where they're tentative earlier in the year on making plays. Well, as the year progressed, Elder has begun to make plays. And it, it, it's kept them in the games. And they made it plenty of plays against Moeller two weeks ago to win that dynamic overtime game here, 59-58. to 58. But last week... They just didn't make enough of them. Or as Doug said at Dad's Club, when Elder makes when we make a mistake, when Elder makes a mistake, it's a big mistake. They were in cover three, Elder was on defense, and the quarterback from Collie threw it over the middle, wide open, six points. The bad snap uh, in center over Ben's head early in the game. Doug was saying when other teams make mistakes, it's a holding penalty on the guard and there's first and 20. You know, it's so... But I think the resiliency of these kids are really what's going to show up from now on. It might not be tonight. Hopefully it is. It may not be next week. But sooner or later, this is going to this team and what they've gone through and how they've grown is going to come out, and they're going to surprise people. And any publication you guys read, everybody's saying in Region 4, these other schools, nobody Nobody's going to play Elder as a three and five team, two and five according to Harvard. No one wants to play this team because of what I just mentioned. Yeah. The possibility of them being complete and just dominating other teams. Yeah, I yeah. And, and one of the interesting things that Doug also talked about and I, I don't I can't remember the exact percentage and you guys may remember, but the, the, the leading Passer percentage leader. 69.7. W- yeah, and that was Matt, Matt Clacken. Matt Clacken in 1999. And Ben is like. 60, well, he's actually ahead. He's 69.8. Okay. Right now. So, I mean, th- think about That's that. I was gonna, yeah. Th- that, that is There's a lot, lot of positives on this team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, the stats. Uh, 
time of possession. Elder had almost 30 minutes. Uh, uh, Ron Colley, 18, oh, 19 minutes. And, and, and uh, you know, obviously they score quick. You don't need long possessions. But uh, Elder outgained them total yards. But the, the, the one area, the, the running game is, uh, you know, we had uh, rushing yards, 8 yards versus 168. But, I mean, he uh, had uh, 41 completions on 52 complete uh, right. attempts. But you, but you look at the rushing and you don't even look at it, really, because they, Elder has determined the heck with the run. We're a pass-only team because we, this is what they, they decided as a team to be competitive. Yeah. So it, it's going to be quick outs. It's going to be, you know, 10-yard passes here and there. And I'll get into a lot of the stats that I have already prepared. But it's, it's, it's a team that's morphed into a pass-only team over the last month. And, and Ben Hamilton, uh, with that completion percentage, and he's 150 yards away from what he threw for last year. Last year was truncated because of COVID with only nine games. But he's uh, 150 yards short of that. He could probably pass that tonight after nine games. But uh, there is a lot. That's what I'm saying. Somebody, some other team is going to pay the price of Elder being three to five, three and five coming into tonight's game. Give a shout out to my son Rob. He's uh, driving uh, up to Cincinnati. He's hoping to get to Roosters uh, and see us. He's uh, almost at the Tennessee-Kentucky border. So uh, drive safe. Uh, we'll hope to see you here. Yeah, at Roosters, Good. and we're going to be out at Roosters following this game. And it, if it's raining and it's messy and you're getting wet here, I, right now, like I said, it's looking beautiful here. Come on and, out. And the good news is we'll have lots of scores, and we'll have lots of scores early because of the weather, quote-unquote. Um, a lot of games started early tonight. So uh, we'll, you know, we'll have, when I go to do the at or near the half uh, thing, <laughs> most of them will be in the third or fourth quarter. Uh, for uh, the, you know about a, you know Baker's dozen of games, and a, a guy uh, also listening out there, good shout out at my buddy uh, Tony Aceto. Tony uh, missed sitting up uh, up by the Shaper Center uh, with his dad Joe, uh, but the Joe Aceto alumni area up there for the reunions. Uh, I, I get up there and I always think a good old Joe. What, what a yep. what a guy he was. Always sitting up there and before the game. So. Uh, well, it's uh, senior night here. We're going to take our first time out, and uh, we'll, when we come back, we're going to look at this game in depth, and you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. We'll be back right after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. In sports medicine, did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? and 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and... 
buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. And we are back at the pit at Elder High School. It's senior night, and the Elder Panthers will be taking on Canada North. Uh, football team, as we mentioned in the first uh, segment, uh, all-star team, mostly out of the Toronto, Canada area, and, uh, and and from all over the province of Ontario. Uh, they come they're, in. Yeah, they're associated with Clarkston School, Clarkston High School. So uh, you know, they are affiliated to a, a, a real you know high school, and, and they just kind of put the team together for, for this purpose. And everybody knows that it's all up front. That's you know yeah. what it's for. But Tom, we we talked a lot about in. The first segment about Doug, he's like, he, he loves the team. He loves what they're doing. They just have, they don't have the wins, and uh, they need this win tonight. They need a win next week at LaSalle if we're going to be back here at the pit on uh, week 11. Uh, so it, it starts uh, tonight. It really does. And, you know, it's funny you say it that way. This could be the, you know, the first week of playoffs, and you might as well throw it out there that way because, uh, it is. Uh, just just leave it all out there. Uh, the, the thing that it's not easy to do, I've never played a, a down a football in my life, but I love the sport, and I think I do a pretty good job of kind of analyzing it. But for what Elder had to do both offensively and defensively with this team based on, uh, you know, the, the personnel that they had and the schedule that they were facing, uh, they've come and, and basically changed the whole offensive scheme right in the middle of the season against top-quality opponents. And you don't do that. And for them to come out on the other side, and the other side could be starting tonight, moving forward, uh, this could be this could be wonderful. And you're, you're seeing, like, over the last couple of weeks, Andrew Harp, uh, all six six foot five of him, and, and using his basketball skills is, uh, you know, throw the ball up to me. Ben and, and I'll do what I can and and he had a huge game against Moeller. He had some receptions last week against Ron Colley. So they're 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 utilizing the talent that they have to the best that they to the best of what they can get out of that talent and it's paying dividends. Uh, Luke Flowers isn't playing tonight. He's a he's a scratch but uh, you know what what he did against Moeller over three hundred yards in kickoff returns with the touchdown uh, is what they needed, and yeah. so there's just a lot of, a lot of good things coming from this team to date, based on what they had to go through. And really, the hats off to Doug Ramsey and his staff for keeping this team together. It'd be so easy for them to say, you know what, hands up in the air. But no, they're still there fighting, and and you can tell every week we come see them. Steve, uh, the passing game. Elder puts a lot of, uh, well, let's say here's the keys to the bus to Ben Hamilton. He's the leading passer in the GCL with 1,800 yards of passing uh, just ahead of Brogan Mackay from St. X. And, you know, he has a lot of responsibility. And I know Doug was a little fried the other the people. He, he threw an interception 
uh, and he heard people laughing about it or, or commenting, and it just stuff like that gets on him because he knows the difficulty when, when, of the offense of what they're doing. And I mean, you look at his passing, his completion percentage. He's you couldn't get any better. And 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 uh, in, in contrast to, to Brogan Mackay, Elder's not really throwing the ball down the field a lot. A lot of their passes are a controlled passing game in the five, six, seven yard variety, where they're trying to catch the the, the, the defensive backs as they're starting their, their back pedal to get in position and get and threading that ball in there. And, and uh, Ben Hamilton's doing an excellent job. There's a couple routes that they run across the middle that he's just hitting people on the numbers, putting it where nobody else can get it. And uh, you see uh, Harp, you see uh, Ramsey get those balls, uh, Broxterman. They're just, just, he's just threading the, that needle, um, getting the ball to, to his receivers. And to keep on doing that, especially when the other team knows that that's yeah. what you're going to be yeah. doing, yeah. It, it is uh, you know, a lot of work and props to the offensive line who have really learned you know, how to wall people off to give uh, Ben Hamilton the time that he needs uh, to get the ball off. If you're throwing the ball 50-some times a game, and, uh, you know, I mean, you know, conventional wisdom is that you need to have a balanced attack. But I, I think Elder's kind of with the controlled passing game, that's almost like having a short rushing game. It is. And basically a lot of the passes, that they are what you just said, Steve, but a lot of times they're just extended handoffs. And then do what they want and a lot of teams are saying okay elder we're gonna we're gonna defend back we're gonna not let you get past us you can complete anything you want in front of us but you're gonna we're gonna make you go 12 to 15 plays to score a touchdown and so far for the most part elder's done a good job they've done a really good job with that and it's not easy to do so it'll be interesting to see what football north does from a defensive standpoint going against the elder offense tonight it is senior night here at the Pitt at Elder High School. Uh, we are about eight and a half minutes away from uh, uh, kickoff at this one, and uh, in a little bit we'll send it down to the field uh, to uh, Doug Ramsey. We'll be talking with Arlen Harvey. But before we do that, Steve, real quick, uh, we got some other games we're going to be following tonight in the area, and then let's run that down. Uh, that we'll be following here, give score updates at halftime, and then, uh, of course, out at Roosters later on tonight. Well, one of the interesting games uh, just uh, is uh, Lakota West traveling to Colerain th- this week. Uh, you got a 6-1 and one Lakota West playing a 5-3 and three Colerain, and uh, you know, Lakota West is in second place in the GMC, Colerain in third place, and respectively in the uh, uh, district or uh, in Region Four, they're sitting in the number three and the number seven spots. So that's an interesting game, you know, playoff-wise. Turpin and Kings. Um, that's going to be the ECC championship tonight. Turpin coming in six and two, Kings eight and zero. They're tied league-wise though at two and zero, I believe, in the league. Uh, so. You know, the, I think the, the league is going to be decided. Using Taft is a big game in the, in the Cincinnati Metro Conference tonight. Uh, both teams coming in strong. Turpin or use at six and zero. Taft at five and two. Two good programs, and uh, you know, just across the river, uh, kind of all the district play is really in play with, with Cubcath Highlands. That's always a legendary oh, game. Big game. Um, you know, Ryle Dixie Heights. Uh, that's a six A District Six game. So you got a lot of that going on. And uh, for the, the Southwest Ohio Conference Championship, Ross and Edgewood um, 
are, are matching up. So we'll follow those games later on this evening. All right, we're going to head down to the field now with Len Harvey talking with head coach Doug Ramsey. Thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by Elder Head Coach Doug Ramsey. And, Coach, another competitive game last week with Ron Colley. You know, it, it, just a one onside kick away, you know, had, came back in the game. Yeah, it's kind of been the story of our season where we, we play well in spots, but there's some plays, some mistakes that, that really cost us. We're, we're not talented enough to overcome, you know, a holding penalty or a, a safety that's supposed to be in the middle of the field and it's not. You know, those kinds of things are costly and, and, and Ron Colley took advantage of last week and, you know, and, uh, and, 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 you know, and made plays when they when they had to. Now getting to your point, I mean, three and five right now, certainly not where you want it to be, but it looks like each week the team is getting better. Well, I think so. I think last, I mean, even last week when you think there's, what, four minutes to go in a game and, and, and we're right in it, despite some of those costly mistakes. You know, so and that's that's been the big the big theme this week. It's like we're just going to eliminate those things. We we played hard. I told the kids really proud hard how hard we played last week. And, and I mean, you think on offense, we, Ben was forty one of fifty two. You know, we were very efficient. We had the ball ten more minutes than they did. Um, you know, all, all the things that we really want to do. We control clock. We move the ball. Um, but but again, we we would we'd have a play here or there, a sack, a hold, something that would just kind of derail us. Now they were talking about uh, weather for tonight, but it looks it looks like we might get lucky. Yeah, I think so. I think now they're saying it's going to hold off till after eleven o'clock. So uh, so that's good because you know listening to them yesterday, we were we were freaked out because like what do you do in a game like this? You know they 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 weren't they can't stay and they can't come back tomorrow and you know those kinds of things. So uh, you know we debated moving the game up and and, and different things, but uh, I think we lucked out here and going to have a good night. I think so too. And uh, so what should we look for this uh, this football north team? They they uh, played uh, St. Ed's last week. You know common opponent. What do you think? Um, they're they're a quality team. They they throw the ball really well. Uh, got a good quarterback, and uh, he's already committed to play at Ohio University, and uh, and they've got a, they've got one receiver that's really really good. Um, so they've got some good skill uh, defensively. They're they're a pretty a pretty vanilla defense, but. The, the thing that's in we had the film of them against Menor and 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 St. Ed's and both teams struggled running the football against them. You know they they're pretty stout up front and so you know this isn't like you know one of those old Canadian teams that you know this is the third time we played this team and you know, we played them back in in 2019 and uh, I think we won that one 31-21 and then the year before it was like 21-13 or something like that. So we've had some some good battles with them and, and we're gonna come out and play well tonight. Yeah, this is the, the, the preview to LaSalle next week, certainly going to be a big game. But what, some keys for tonight, I mean, Ben was great last week. You mentioned, you know, 41 to 52. That's going to be probably the, if you can't run the ball, that's going to be what we're going to do. Yeah, you, you notice a lot of things are short. You know, it, it's, and, and, well, Ron Collier had a very good game, and they, they weren't going to let him throw the ball downfield with the ball, you know, and so, and I thought Ben did a good job of, of, of taking what, what they gave him. Uh, passes to seven different receivers. All seven guys caught at least three passes. You know, so the ball was spread around, and and, and that's that's going to be us. That's what we're going to have have to do to have success. You look like uh, Drew had 18 catches last week. Yeah, you know, you know, a lot of those are RPO things. You know, that you know that, that takes the place of our run game. You know, where we're going to throw bubbles and and, and things like that. Uh, just to, and, and I thought on first down we were really good last week. You know, we threw a lot of those types of things on first down, and we're in second five situations. We'll, we'll take that any time. And keys again not to turn the ball over because even at the, the the bad snap last week that you can't give the team the 24 yard line to start the game. No, you can't because you know, we came out got a couple first downs and we're, we're we're up here you know near midfield going to pin them deep and instead they get the ball to 24 yard line. So yeah, those kinds of things and turnovers. 
Um, and, and the other thing that you talked about again with the defense is just it's, it's okay to complete passes. Just we just got to come up and tackle. We can't give up 50, 60, 70, 80 yard plays and, and have success. Health wise, everybody good? Uh, everybody but uh, 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 Luke Flowers will be out tonight. I hurt his shoulder last week. He should be good to go next week. But uh, uh, Doc didn't think it'd be a good idea to play tonight. Who's going to step in, kick, return? <laughs> yeah, that's a very good question. I think it'll be uh, kind of uh, by committee back there tonight. Well, thanks, Coach, and good luck tonight. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, Elder Class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every Elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and Go Panthers. I'm Deacon Bill Mullaney. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by the Urology Group, the Lucian Schuster team with Morgan Stanley, Hoving Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy, Fuller Information Systems, Bronze Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Cooper Electric, and Rooster's Wings. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengel. Well, good Friday evening and welcome. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengel. It's week number nine. It's senior night, the 2021 high school football season. And tonight we're back at the pit at Elder High School for the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at the Sacred Heart Radio app at ehsports.com. Tonight it's Elder at 3-5, and five, taking on the 2-3 and three Clarkson Football North from Canada. Last week, Elder lost to a very good Indianapolis Roncalli team, 35-21. to 21. Ben Hamilton was 41-52 of 52 for 331 yards passing, and Drew Ramsey caught 18 balls for 120 yards and rushed for two touchdowns. Football North, meanwhile, they come in at 2-3 and three after losing last week to Lakewood St. Edwards 38-7. They are led by wide receiver Makai Terrell Jr., uh, and they are coached by Larry Justanis. The Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 70 degrees, cloudy skies, but uh, a lot better than we thought it was going to be. And uh, Wardway Fuels p- provides heating, oil, and propane for the home of business Heating needs, gas grills, and pool supplies are also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels, 
located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. Waterway Fuel is proud supporters of tonight's broadcast. And, Phil, Canadian team coming in. They, uh, they're re- we're ready to go. we got senior night. It's, it's pretty exciting here at the pit. The weather's not too bad. Yeah, weather's worked out pretty well for the Panthers. And right now, as you're looking at it, the, the coin toss just took place. So, Elder won the coin toss, deferred to the second half, and will kick off. And they'll kick off into the horseshoe end. Uh, and if uh, you are going back to it, the last time that Clarkson North was here, the Panthers kicked off into the horseshoe end after a significant rain delay to a flooded horseshoe end. We yes. had a uh, backed-up sewer down there that caused a lot of rain to be on the field. And if you remember the first snap or two, they really struggled. The Panthers were able to take advantage of that, jumped out to a 14 to nothing lead, and then eventually were able to hang on for 21-14 in that football game. I look for tonight to be a really good matchup for the Panthers. This team played St. Ed's fairly competitively yardage-wise. Uh, they, they continue to get better and better as they've established a JVM as well. So they, they give a, a great test for the Panthers tonight, whose main goal tonight is to get everything back on track. Last week after the game against Indianapolis Ron Colley, you want to get everything back on track as you're getting towards that playoff season. So this is another week for Elder to get that momentum back and, and have a good night. And the weather's cooperating right now, so we'll look to see what the Panthers uh, and Football North are able to give us tonight. Clarkson North going to be in their road uh, white jerseys with the red pants. Elder is going to be in their purple jerseys, the purple pants, and the white. And it'll go from right to left. David Maurer will look to kick this one into the end zone. And he does kick it way back into the end zone. And it was taken back by uh, Kipling, and he won't be able to take it out. So the Panthers will, uh, on their first one, they'll get to, to defend 20-yard line, which, again, Maurer's been able to do that a lot lately. And that's been key in a lot of the games where they've been able, especially that Moeller game, they've been able to make teams drive 80 yards. Even if they can drive the 80, it's all about having to actually do that and execute for those 40 yards. So to travel like they have, they, they you know they came into town on, on Wednesday and have been here for a while to start off at the 20-yard line with the band, with the cheering section. Another coach was, was asking about that again. He said, cheering section's down there, isn't it? So they got a big task for them coming right out of the gates. They're going three wide left and one wide right. Wither at quarterback for Football North gives the handoff up the middle around to the 20-yard line taken by Sargent. And get it up there. Actually, that was uh, that was number 21 uh, on the carry for Football North, Michael Pegg. And so the Panthers, that was Josh Dugan, absolutely stoned him there after a very short game, was able to come up in a hole. It's kind of a slow-developing play for football north again you know you've been sitting around all week and, and trying to get things going so the panthers come out defensively and get a good stop they'll set up a second down and nine at the 21 yard line 11 20 to go just underway two wide receivers to the left two to the right side wither shotgun formation for football north steps back at his 13 but we've got a flag down and a little motion on football north tonight's game is brought to you by artist senior living when caring for a loved one with memory care as you need a partner like artist senior living 5799 bridgetown avenue they understand when a person's memory fades the core of a person's identity and their passions remain the same that's the foundation of the artist way a refreshingly different approach to memory care fund assisted living artist senior living in western hills schedule a visit at 832 1597. Second down and 14 for Football North at the 16-yard line. They line up three wide receivers off to the left and one to the right side. 
Shotgun with him back at his 10. Looks to throw the football at his 7-yard line. Now down the field. He's got a man open. The throw is incomplete. Just out of the reach. Uh, That time is Blaze Cameron, number 81. Bartley Thomas in coverage for the Panthers. He was just, you know, right on him step for step there. That ball just overthrown. So coming in on a third down, we see our typical rotation for the Panthers. Mikey Kirsch coming into the football game. Uh, Drew Ramsey coming into the football game to to rush. Andrew Spinning's going to be down on the line. So they bring in a little bit of a different approach uh, on the third downs. And it'll be a third and 14. The ball spotted at the 16-yard line. 10.50 remaining in the first quarter. There is no score. Football North uh, got the possession. Elder deferred. And they'll set up with two wide receivers to the left side and now two to the right side. They've got wide to the right side, setting up his Stebbings. And they'll go back to throw. It's with him back at his eight. Now looks to throw a run across the ten. He's going to throw it down the field, and it's way downfield. Chris Cameron can't get it. It was intended for number 17, Andrew Rees, and it was incomplete. Callum Wither, I mean, he went on the the move there to make that pass and still on the move and not really set. I mean, he was able to really toss that ball down the field. I mean, that was an impressive throw. So these receivers for Football North, you know, once they get their routes down and the timing down, I mean, he can really heave the ball downfield. So Elder's defensive backs are going to have a a pretty big task tonight. And they'll set up back uh, to pump this one away. Setting up for the Panthers back at the 45-yard line, Ramsey. And there's the kick, and it's a good one. It's a high end over end. It's going to bounce at the 30, the 20, the 10, and still on his feet. It's going to be off to the right side. Gutekunst is going to get it at the 10, and he's tackled right around the the 12-yard line. But what a punt that was. Yeah, absolutely huge punt on that one by Mateo uh, Fernandez de Castillo. A big, big, big kick. What a great roll on that. And, I mean, I saw him kicking before the game, and he was able to get some boots. And that one, big. I mean, able to really flip the field. The Panthers right now, now there is a flag down. But right now, it looks like this drive is going to start on a 14 uh, on that. I mean, that is a heck of a punt to, for, for Football North. And it'll be a first down and 10 at the 14, as you mentioned. Kelsey Chevrolet is your West Side full-service Chevy dealership. Proud to support Elder Sports on the radio now at Kelsey Chevrolet. Lifetime powertrain protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or at KelseyChev.com. You get a face mask on that one. It's going to move the ball up to the 29-yard line for the Panthers, but still, that's a, an amazing punt. Set it first and 10 at the 29. we got uh, one wide to the right. Looking is Hamilton. Going to give it to Ramsey around the 30. And Ramsey still with it out to the 35-yard line where he steps out of bounds. And he was tackled on the play by number 33, Zorik Clayton. Uh, check that. That was Zor- Zorik making the tackle. Set up a second down and four. The ball spotted at the 35-yard line for the Panthers. 10-21 remaining. Here in the opening quarter, Panthers going from right to left. They'll line up with Harp, Broxerman, and Ray to the right. No one to the left side. It's it's going to be Hamilton at his 30-yard line, taking the shotgun snap, and now he's going to run. It's actually Ramsey across the 35, and he'll get to the 36-yard line as uh, Drew Ramsey got the carry that time. And just a couple of little runs for the Panthers. Can I see how... Football North is going to react to their different sets and motions on a, on a first couple of downs, see what kind of push they can get on that very first run. 
did a good job blocking downfield, missed one or two blocks. It could have sprung Ramsey for a little bit more. But, I mean, you know, as you're looking at it coming out of the gates, those are the types of plays that the Panthers are trying to, to get everything back on track for this offense. Third and two, the ball spotted at the 37-yard line. One wide right. Now they go in motion. It's going to be George's in motion. Now looking again. This time it's going to be Hamilton. A sack right around the 30-yard line. A good play that time by Callum for Football North to make the tackle. Yeah, Nicholas Callum, he came through on that play, and uh, he was able to come in and get Ben Hamilton on that one. So the Panthers are going to have to first possession, come out and punt. And they'll set up with Ramsey back at his 15. They're going to get a flag down. Too much motion, I think. Or maybe they got too many men. We'll see how they uh, they call it a fourth and nine at the 30 and still looking to get it here. Pick up the flag right around the 48-yard line of football north. So, so yes, it was. There were too many guys on the field there, but that's only going to move the ball up just a little bit, so still in pump formation. So Ramsey back at his 20, a fourth and four at the 35. Clore back to catch this one. Ramsey gets it. It's a high one. It's going to bounce at the 37 and out of bounds right around the 38-yard line. So football north will have it at the 38-yard line. Is your phone system putting your business on hold? You can cut your costs, get features like text, video meetings, and cloud storage, and pay less than you're paying now. Call Elder Grad Tom Waltner at Fuller Information Technology for a free evaluation. Or check them out on the web at fullerinfotech.com. 9.02 remaining in this opening quarter. couple of punts. Yeah, and back and, back and forth. You know, this is, We knew that Football North coming in this wasn't going to be a team that you know, it's going to be any sort of easy run for the Panthers. I mean, they got some big guys and big bodies. So you see the Panthers, you see what they can do on this defense possession. Football North's got much better field position. First and 10 at the 40. They go running back across the 40 to the 44-yard line. Ball carried out by uh, Zinoli. And that's Andrew Spinney who comes up with the tackle for the Panthers. He does a fantastic job wrapping him up, and then everybody else comes in. But that's after a five-yard pickup. Second and five from the 45 for football north. 8.38 remaining here in the opening quarter. There is no score. Panthers had possessed the ball, and so did uh, football north so far. This is the second possession for them. They line up with three wide receivers off to the left. They're going to actually make that two and move it out and. uh Got to watch Terrell Jr., who is one of their better players. He's a wide receiver to the right side. Shotgun setting up. Callum throws, and it's complete across the 50 to the 45 into Elder Territory right around the 43-yard line. That's Will McCharles, the tight end. And that's what we talked about. We knew that Callum has an arm to be able to get downfield and just going to keep the uh, Elder defensive backs definitely on task tonight. They'll set up now with her in the backfield. Shotgun, and now the give across. They're running back across the 40 to the 37-yard line. He is stacked up. Good play by Josh Dugan and company for the Panthers. And we'll continue working on the running back. Is number 21. We got a, got a roster, and they're no 21. So uh, I, I got, uh, I'm talking to one of their coaches right now trying to get that uh, through. So we'll figure that out for you. Uh, and apologies on that one. But these are the benefits of high school football that when you get a team coming from Canada and there's nothing on them. Yeah, so, and it could have been a jersey yeah. switch, you yeah. know, I mean, you're traveling and that sort of thing, but, you know, we'll get a name for him here in just a second. Second and six from the 38-yard line with one wide to the right, two to the left, and now looking again, carrying it up the middle the, to the 35, and he is taken down 
by the Panthers, Nathan Scherer getting the tackle. Yeah, big tackle on that one by Nathan Scherer. And then as well, uh, Liam Holland came in and, and got a stop. But the big one is, is the fact that right now the big thing is football north moving to football. I mean, it started us drive on a 40, and they've, almost, they've flipped the field here sitting at their 36. So the Panthers doing a really have to continue working against this football north offense. 6.48 remaining in the opening quarter. There is no score. Third down and four. Ball spotted at the 36-yard line. And now setting up at 6.41. Back in, and looks like uh, they're going to get some motion on it. And we get uh, so Caleb Sargent is actually number 21. Thank you, Phil uh, Bengal, getting that information. Uh, for He uh, changed numbers. He was wearing number seven uh, when we had the roster. Yeah, and that's, well, and, you know, like we said, that's one of those, uh, you know, Things that happen when you travel. I mean, Elder does that sometimes. You switch numbers, and we just didn't have that updated. But Sargent has done a great job so far moving the football. Three wide left, one wide right, 39 at the 41. Back is looking to throw down the field. He's got a big arm, and that is incomplete intended for Terrell Jr. And that was a little bit too far. As uh, looks like Withers got a, you know, Coach Ramsey talked about it in the in the pregame show about the quarterback play, and you can see he's got a gun. Yeah, he's got a good arm, and he's able to really throw the ball downfield. And that's, you know, some of those things when you get a team like this that comes in and and has to make adjustments to the team that they see on the field and different things are thrown at them. It really helps to have a quarterback like Wither to be able to get that ball. Uh, out there and let your receivers and tight ends go make a play. Fourth and nine. They'll set up now. They're looking to punt this one. It's Zerby to punt this one. He had a good kick last time. He's back at his 47-yard uh, line. And now Zerby looks to kick this one, and it's a high end-over-end kick. And it's going to be fair catch call for by Gutekunst back at the nine. So, so he's getting a chance because Luke Flowers is there. Yes, yeah, yeah, he's getting an opportunity here to Zach Gutekunst to, to uh, go ahead and, and take these kicks for the Panthers, which that's good. He has been there before, you know, running, turning kicks and, and both on the kickoffs and on the punts. It's good to have that extra experience so that if something happens, you know, in the playoffs, you're not, you know, throwing a guy back there who hasn't done it at all. First and 10 for the Panthers. They'll start off at their own 10-yard line. With 6.15 remaining in the opening quarter, Ben Hamilton at quarterback. Setting up with two wide receivers to the left side. They go in motion with Ramsey now. Make that three to the left. Looking, Hamilton, the throw to Ramsey is complete to the 10. He's out to about the 14, 15-yard line where he's taken out of bounds. So Ramsey gets about five yards on first down. And brought that on that play by Benjamin uh, Sangmua, and he just was able to wrap him up after a, about a five-yard pickup. But Panther offense, last time they were out here, weren't able to really get anything going after they moved the sticks one time, and then they ended up having to punt the football. Second down and four. The ball spotted at the 16-yard line. 6.09 left, opening quarter. No score in this one. We've been used to so much offense, Phil, that it's kind of interesting to have a scoreless game. Yeah, <laughs> it's a slow game, kind of like that Ron Colley yeah. game last week. Real slow to develop. Second and four from the 16. Two wide right and two wide left. Setting up his Hamilton back. He's at his 10. Now throws. It is complete across the 15 to the 17-yard line. And that is Ramsey again. Now, Ramsey had 18 catches last week, so he did a great job with also two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, so going back to, you know, he's the guy that's been open. And, again, we've talked about you got other receivers that definitely have their names circled on 
the the scouting report, but it seems like Ramsey's been the one name that teams have had a really hard time finding somebody who can who can really put put a hat on him and stop him. Josh Myris in the game, uh, number 85 for Elder uh, at a wide receiver. First and 10 at the 20-yard line. Now it's Hamilton rolling to his right, looking to throw down the field. He's got Kuzman open at the 40, 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, 80 yards. Nobody saw him. Kuzman is able to get out, get down on, on the numbers on the right side of the field, get downfield, and there wasn't a back in coverage on him. It was a communication error, misplay by Football North. Great football thrown out there. Big touchdown for the Panthers. Uh, getting that ball, and the Panthers just able to, to make a huge play. Yeah, he was wide. But, but the key to the, the, the was the fact that you had Hamilton rolling to his right, and he had plenty of time to get uh, over there and Kluzman with a big touchdown. Setting up now the extra point by Maurer. It is up and good. So 527 remaining in the first quarter. Elder strikes first. They lead it 7 to nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop. We can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Welcome back to the pit on a Friday night, an 80-yard completion to Zane Klusman, and the Panthers have a 7-0 lead. Great throw, great catch, and he was wide open. Perfect play for the Panthers, but great execution to, to, to draw first blood and get out there, get on the scoreboard, and, and get yourself, get your defense moving here, and then when your offense comes back out, knowing that you can put those points back up. But it also, Football North was having some success stopping your offense in tapes. You know, they would have had been able to see the Moeller game and the Ron Colley game, and that gave them a lot of confidence, and there's your way. Get that big 80-yard play to really hopefully take the wind out of their sails. And Maurer will look to kick this one in the end zone, which he's been doing a lot lately. He kicks it off, and this one is going to be high and into the end zone. So, again, they'll start off at the 20-yard line. Panthers with a 7-0 lead, 5-27 uh, remaining in this first quarter. Portions of tonight's game sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. 527 left, and Phil... Just a good start for the Panthers, getting that touchdown, and now the defense is going to have to step up. And they've done, the defense has done a good job of getting off the field, but that last drive really allowed them to move the football fairly successfully. Kellen Wither back at quarterback at first and 10 at the 20-yard line. Gets the shotgun snap, looks to throw. It's complete. It's off to the side, 30, 35. you got to watch this guy. It is off to the races, down to the 40 and 35, and he's still on his feet, 30. Elder Territory 25 and out of bounds at the about the 21-yard line. Tyrell Jr., who is just a – he's like the number nine-rated prospect in the state of Virginia. Yeah, and that's Cam, that's, that's Cam uh, Morgan who finally forces him out of bounds after he just got in front of Zach Gutekunst at about the linebacker level and then made a heck of a run after the catch. First and 10 at the 21-yard line. 
And now it's going to be the quarterback keeper. He's going to get nowhere, though. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Kind of went into a couple of elder defenders, and uh, that was it. Nathan Scher and Henry Heights were there just to catch him and and nothing going. But going back to that last run, uh, Tyrell Jr., I mean, he was able to take off down the field. Zach Gutekunst was a guy initially in coverage who who got beat, and then he chased the play down, but he went to make the tackle, and all he did was dive at his legs. And Darrell Jr., not phased by the contact, stopped, spun, kept going, and kept pushing. So he's going to be a body. If, if you're going to attack him, you're really going to have to wrap up uh, downfield. Second and nine from the 20-yard line. Two wide right, one to the left side. Shotgun for Wither. Now they give up the middle. It's going to be uh, DeCruz down into the 10 to the 5. Touchdown. 20 yards for Mateo Fernandez del Castillo Cruz. I think it's a great, great play getting down. Just, again, making some good cuts. Runs right up, right off of the center on the right side and then just continues to cut through, and the Panthers aren't able to, to shed blocks and make quick tackles. So just like that, Elder scores on a big play, but Football North answers right away. Uh, we're looking at to be a tie football game at, with 425 to go in the first. And with 425, as you mentioned, they will try to get this extra point. It's Walter Zerby, the punter and the place kicker, will look to do this. It's Stebbings to hold, and the kick is up, and this one is good. So just like that, 425 left first quarter. We're all tied at 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513 562 Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal on a Friday night. It's tied at 7. Football North getting a really three-play, almost three or four-play drive. And getting uh, into the end zone, 80 yards on that yeah, drive. Big plays. Really a big play to, to Tyrell Jr. And then the short quarterback keeper. And then after that, the big run by Mateo to get into the end zone. Setting up now. And it's going to be an out-of-bounds kick. So the Panthers will get it uh, after the kick went out-of-bounds. So 425 remaining in this one. Ron's Roost Restaurant and Pub, a West Side landmark for over 60 years. And they're proud to support elder football. Besides the city's best fried chicken, the Roost Offer also features barbecued ribs, sauerkraut, burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, coleslaw, and cream pies. Enjoy the patio and 20 TVs every day for lunch or dinner. Dine in or carry out Race Road in Bridgetown. Ron's Roost, it's clucking good. 425 remaining, tied at 7 here in the first quarter. Panthers get it at the 35-yard line, so a little bit of a break after the out-of-bounds kick, and the Panthers will line up with two wide receivers to the right, now two to the left. Hamilton will step back at his 30-yard line in the shotgun. They go in motion with Ramsey. Now looking to throw. Hamilton's got time. He's got Broxerman open at the 35, 30, 20. Now 15, 10, 5, and he's taken down at the 2-yard line. Almost 65 yards, but 
63 yards on that. Chased down by Eunice Larry on that one. And the big thing was that was a similar idea of what happened while Zane Klusman got loose on that. The Panthers just ran their routes where there weren't enough defensive backs for them to cover. They weren't able to match up, and Broxman's the one who's able to sit in the hole and catch catch the football right along the numbers. And then he made a good cutback on the inside, but got chased down. But the Panthers, just like that, back in back in in a spot to take control of this football game. Officially, 62 yards on the reception, a first down and goal. At the three for the Panthers, three wide to the right. Ramsey shotgun, looking to run it into the end zone, and easily does. Touchdown, Drew Ramsey. And the Panthers have the lead, 13-7 to pending. So we're just talking about, you know, just a little bit ago, we're about at the, you know, four, four-and-a-half minute mark. We're, well, it's, it's 346, and we got another touchdown. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is the big playability of this Elder Panther offense that – People don't necessarily see in those grind-out games like we're in college, but we saw it against Moeller. We know they can make these plays, and that's what we just, just witnessed. And Maurer kicks it through for the extra point with 3.46 remaining in the first quarter. It's Elder 14, football north 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. Getting ready to kick this one off is Maurer with 3.46 remaining in the first quarter after another touchdown. This one's going to go into the end zone again, and that will be another one with a start at the 20-yard line. But just to to recap, uh, Ben Hamilton has two completions. His last, uh, He has an 80-yard completion for a touchdown to Klusman and a 62-yarder to Broxman, which was not a touchdown. So just airing the football out, offensive line giving them enough time to get those balls downfield, but... Yeah, after the last big, big play by Football North, let's see what Elder's defense does here, and we're going to find out real quick if we're going to be in a shootout or not. And a first and ten for, for Football North. They'll set it up at the 20-yard line. They go two wide receivers left and two to the right side, to the near side, and they go in motion. Now setting up the quarterback is Wither, and now back at his 15, now steps up around the 12. It's complete across the 20 to the 22-yard line, but a good tackle by Zach Gutekunst making the tackle on Andrew Rees. And Rees was able to catch that ball pretty quickly on, on the outside, but Gutekunst, great closing speed to keep that from being any any much, any much more than about a four-yard game. And they mark it at the 24. It'll be a second down four, a second down six, rather, with 3.20 to go here in the opening quarter. 14-7, Panthers have the lead. Three wide receivers, left side, one to the right. Shotgun is Wither. Galen Wither, he's back at his 
19. And now the give up the middle. It's going to be across the 25 to the 26-yard line. Sargent with the carry. Uh, check that. That was uh, Castillo again. Castillo, who had the touchdown earlier. And Nate Chair and uh, Samari Freeman make the tackle for the Panthers. 248 in county here, first quarter, 14 7 Panthers. It'll be a third and four right around the 26 yard line for Football North going from left to right. They'll set up with three wide receivers off to the left side. They've even got one of their uh, running backs, Mateo Fernandez de la Castilla, off to the left side. Two wide receivers to the right. Empty backfield to throw down the field is complete across the 30 to the 31. And now around the 35-yard line, a gain of nine, and that's a first down for Football North. And again, we see that Football North able to move the football. Like we said, Elder's defense have been in these types of games, and they would love to not have this turn into a Molar-type game and get a bunch of stops. So look for the defense to continue fighting and clawing and making adjustments. First and 10 at the 35 is Castillo, Del Castillo, with uh, carry across the 35 to the 37-yard line, a gain of two on first down for Fernandez Del Castillo at a 20-yard touchdown run earlier in the contest. Uh, touchdowns by the Panthers, Klusman, an 80-yard touchdown from Hamilton, and Ramsey, a three-yard touchdown run after a 62-yard Bronxterman completion to the three-yard line for the Panthers. So that's where we stand, a minute 40 and counting here in the first quarter. Two wide receivers to the left side, two to the right. Second down and eight at the 37. Wither back at his 31. Now steps back at around the 27, going to run it across the 30, 35, and steps to the 40, still with it, 45, and out of bounds in elder territory at the 47-yard line. So a big gain uh, for the quarterback. McKenna with a good rush up front, just kind of a little bit of a rip move coming off of uh, going after the guard. But as the quarterback was flushed, nobody was able to fill as, as he ran on the left side. So as he rips up right on the right, nothing was there and able to pick up a big game. First and 10 at the 48 for football north, right around the Panther logo. One wide receiver left, three to the right side, setting up on this first and 10 at the 48. Shotgun for Wither back at his 50, gives it across to Castillo. Del Castillo across the, to around the 45-yard line, a gain of three. Uh, it'll be a second down coming up for Football North. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats, and they can make your business or organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop and owner Sean Mason supports this broadcast in Elder Football. 531-751-1662. That's the Underground Sports Shop. 50 seconds left first quarter, 14-7 Panthers. Second and seven for Football North at the Elder 45. Setting up the quarterback, going to throw it, and it's knocked down and incomplete. It'll be third down coming up. And that's Bradley Hornschmeyer who gets gets his hand on that, knocks it down. So Elder able to force a third down here in the middle of the field. We know that they are, have been able to break off some runs. Elder's bringing in their pass rushers. They're bringing in Kirsch and, and Ramsey's coming into the football game, uh, as well as Maddox-Arnold. You know, trying to switch things up. Spinney goes down to the line, so get a couple of different guys here, a little bit of a different look uh, for the Panther defense. Third and seven from the 45-yard line. Three wide receivers now to the right side and one to the left side. 
Terrell Jr. to the left and looking left to Terrell and he overthrew it. It looked like Terrell came in and he was supposed to go out, or at least that's what the quarterback thought. Yeah, Bartley Thomas was in coverage on that play, but that was the one that was definitely, he made his turn at about the 30, and it's going to be a double move, but it was a slow developing. That ball hit about the 15-yard line. I mean, that he had no chance of getting to it. So the Panthers forced the punt here with 37 seconds to go. Zach Gutekunst is back. We know that uh, uh, Walter Zerby's got a heck of a leg on him, so let's see where he can put this football here. And watch out, too. They could they could try to fake this one, too. Fourth and seven at the 45-yard line. As Gutekunst back at his 10-yard line for the Panthers. Now they set up, and there's the snap, and there's the kick, and it's a pretty good one. It's going to go inside the 10. It's going to go into the end, uh, end zone. No, nope. they got oh, it at the oh. 1. That was a pretty good – his feet were in the end zone. They're going to say it's right at the 1-yard line. So the Panthers, a tough break there because it looked like it was going to bounce right into the end zone. Yeah, I think they're going to mark this one. It looks like where they're marking it is right on the 1-2-yard line. I thought the guy who tried it down, it carried it into the yeah, end zone with I, him. His feet were definitely in the end zone, but uh, I think he, he had his the ball uh, out, so they, they gave him the benefit of the doubt there, but it's going to be Panthers have the ball at the 2-yard line. Yeah, so 25 seconds to go here in the quarter. I mean, really, this play, you want to give yourself some breathing room. Whether that's pass or run, doesn't matter. Just you want to try to take away from that pressure of knowing that the end zone's right there on your heels. So they'll set up with Ramsey in the end zone. They've got Hamilton in the end zone. Three wide receivers to the left side and one to the right on a first down and ten at their own two. Hamilton back in the end zone, steps up, throws, complete to Ramsey at the five, to the ten, to the fifteen, to the twenty. And he's outside the 25-yard line and a good gain about to the 27-yard line for Drew Ramsey, a gain of 25. Brought down on that play by Eunice Larry, so just a quick throw out to the flat, you know, in that area, and Ramsey's able to, to make a play and get a big gain and move the sticks. So the Panthers calling in a play, but I don't know if they're going to look to really get one off here as, as we're ticking down to five seconds. Yeah, this should be that. I don't think they're going to get this next playoff, and they won't. That is the end of the first quarter of play. The score, Elder 14, Football North 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand. From comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Welcome back to the pit, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal on a Friday night, week number nine. Is it already week nine, Phil Bengal? We're, we, we're, we're right there. I mean, week nine, next week we go out to LaSalle. I mean, it just it came very quick this year, but, I mean, we're right there with the playoffs. And, you know, last home game, uh, regular season home game as of right now, we'll, we'll know more about that uh, as we continue to watch the point settings. 
First and 10 for the Panthers at the 26-yard line after that 25-yard reception. They set up now. It's Hamilton back, rolling to his left, looking down the field, throwing it. It is complete to Harp at the 43-yard line. A gain of 17 for the Panthers, and Harp just went in and got that. Yeah, another big catch. Andrew Harp getting in there, using his body, and just suffocating that football as it came to him in a crowd uh, uh, of defenders. So the Panthers able to move that football up to about the 44. 11:42 remaining and counting here in quarter number two. The Panthers have the lead, 14 to seven. They have the football at their own 44-yard line. A first down and 10. Klusman and Harp to the left side. They've got one to the right side. And now setting up is Hamilton, who's having a big game so far. He steps back at his 39 and now gives it to Ramsey on the pitch. Ramsey 45, 50, 45, and he steps right around the 43-yard line where he loses his helmet into football north territory. So Ramsey going to come out on this one, but tackled finally down on that play by Valerio uh, by football north. But the Panthers' offense moving the football, continuing to kick through. Auden Reeves going to come in to play uh, running back here with a first down and 10. Luke Flowers is out in this game, hopefully just for the one game. Two wide receivers to the left side. They set up shotgun. They've got Auden Reeves to the left side. They go Justin Ray now in motion to the left. And now Hamilton is going to give it to Auden Reeves, and Auden Reeves is going to carry across the 45 to around the 42-yard line. 43, and... Looks like Auten Reeb lost his helmet. Yeah, he lost his helmet on that one. Uh, a couple of, you know, uh, Eunice Larry again in on that tackle for the for football north and just makes a play up the gut, so not much of a gain on first down there. It'll be second down and 11. They'll mark it all the way back to the 44-yard line. And the Panthers have it with 10.35 to go here in the second. Andrew, they'll set up with Hart to the left side. They've got Ray to the left side as well. They'll go Klusman and Ramsey to the right. Four wide. Auten Reeb to the right side of Hamilton. And now we're going to get too much time, or is it? I think it's going against the Panthers, Phil. So they'll set up there. Your health has always been a top priority to our partners at Mercy Health. Lucky for our student athletes, they don't get to go too far to see that in action. Athletic trainer Jared. Jeffrey Fitz is always also close by to help provide personalized care for our Panthers and team physician Dr. Matt Bosom just a phone call away for all your sports medicine needs. Thanks for all the help they do to help Mercy Health. Second and 16 from the 49. Now looking Hamilton down the field. Complete the Ramsey 35-30-25, and he's out of bounds at the 22-yard line. A big gain on the play for the Panthers. And they'll have it now. They're going to mark it at the 20-yard line. Another completion by Hamilton, and this time to Ramsey. And continuing to move that football down the field has been a strong point for the elder offense, but it seems like almost every time we've talked about a it's just Ramsey, Ramsey, yeah. Ramsey. Ah, Klusman, Broxman, yeah. Harp, Ramsey. I mean, yeah. It's just some teams, they just can't figure out a way to, to, to put a stop to him. No, he had 18 catches last week. He's on his way again this week. And Klusman will set up wide to the left along with Justin Ray. On his first and 10, they'll mark it at the 19. Four wide, empty backfield. It's Hamilton stepping back at his 25. Looks to throw, gets hit as he throws into the end zone. It's complete. Let's see as he's in. He's going to say out of bounds. To the right side, it was complete, but he didn't get his feet in. Yeah, you're going to say it was out. And on that play, big hit coming in 
on the outside. Uh, you know, Will Singler was just absolutely bull rushed on that one and working as hard as he could. And Hamilton's still able to get off a pretty good ball over there at the corner of the end zone and, and trying to hit, uh, I think it was Harp over yeah. there, trying to hit Harp in there. We know he's made some really good catches on the edge, but that one just wasn't able to, to pull that one in. So it'll be a second down and 10. We will, uh, at the 19-yard line, we've got uh, a special guest join. We'll, we'll talk about on the next play. Second down and 10 at the 19-yard line. Two wide receivers off to the left, one to the right side, setting up Hamilton, and now they're going to get a flag down on the play. So we are joined by Matthew Robin, head coach for Elder, the golf team, district champs, state is next how, how do you feel about that oh it's super exciting i'm really happy for our guys they've worked really really hard for this opportunity We've got seven seniors on our team that have been you know here from three and four years they've they've worked their tails off it's super exciting time um for the whole golf program yeah i mean just looking at some of the scores we'll get to that in a second after this play map but uh second down and 15 at the 24 for the panthers they got the penalty there two wide right and two to the left, setting up is Hamilton. Now throws to Ramsey, 25, gets a block at the 20, and now gets to the 16-yard line. But the ball's out. The ball is out. And let's see, I think Football North saying they have it, but no official ruling on the field. But the but Ramsey's going to get it back. So the Panthers continue to keep it. Talk about some of the play leading up to leading up to this uh, getting to the, 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 you know, we're going to state. Yeah, the, so the last couple of weeks we've actually been peaking at the right time. We had a couple of course records that fell at Miami Whitewater, and we really threatened our sectional record at the first step of the postseason. Uh, so really, they've really come together. The younger guys have matured. They've, you know, kind of got the experience under their belt, and by the time you know, the postseason rolls around, we're, we're hitting our stride. That's great. Second, third, and six now for the Panthers at the 16. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right side. It's Hamilton. He'll take it back at his 20, roll to his left, looking for help. Throws it in the end zone. Justin Ray, he's got it. Touchdown in the left corner of the end zone. 16 yards and a touchdown from Hamilton to Ray. Pretty awesome play for the Panthers. They got the three, four guys on that side of the field at different levels being able to check off. At first, it looked like maybe Ramsey was going to be the guy sneaking out of the backfield and getting a big play, but then Ray just was able to get it right at the front of the end zone. He had to go down and make the catch, but the Panthers able to extend that lead here after we thought we might be involved in a little bit of a shootout. Coach Robin, stick around. We'll come back to you, and we'll take a break. But the kick is up, and it is good. We're actually going to keep it here. It is 8.52 remaining here in quarter number two, 21-7, Elder on top. And since we have a little bit of time, let's take this time to uh, to talk more about just the fact that, I, I don't know, I don't play very well golf. I always have the problem is you have shades of brilliance with golf, right? And, and unless you play, and you guys practice all the time, which really helped you guys get to the point. No doubt about it. Finding consistency in golf is probably the hardest hardest aspect of it. That's what separates the good teams from the great teams. And we've battled that at times this year. Obviously, as I mentioned, we've kind of improved as the season's gone on. We've found that consistency. And you know, playing Beaver Creek is where our district tournament was. It's a very challenging golf course. There's a lot of you know, penalties and woods and out of bounds. And you know, trying to keep the ball in play is obviously a challenge, but the kids did a really, really good job of that yesterday. I was really proud of them. 
Now, you do anything um, different in terms of practice? How many times a week are, are you guys getting out on the course? It depends. Before school starts, generally we're, we play two tournaments during the week, one on the weekend. I give them a day off or so. Usually we're off on Fridays and Sundays. But uh, once school starts, we go we go probably practice once a week, play a match once a week, and then we play on the Saturday. Well, awesome job. Congratulations. It doesn't get much better than going to state. Well, one more second here. We got Matt Orr will look to kick this one off. And he will put this one in the end zone. And certainly, uh, Phil, did you yeah, want Yeah, and, and, and Coach Robin, just looking at the scores, you know, we won yesterday with a 308, but right behind you, you, you had some, some huge teams. I mean, it was like 312s, 313, 315s, not a lot of strokes. I mean, Mason, East, X, and Moeller, and we come out on top. I mean, it looked like we had a pretty good back nine for some of those guys. I mean, talk about that development of just – winning it down the stretch absolutely so we got off to a really good start yesterday which you can't win the tournament in four holes but you can certainly lose it and you know sometimes playing with elite knowing where you are playing you know at par around par is really challenging the longer you go you're, you get more and more concerned of making a big number somewhere and the guys they, they kept it together they did a really good job of staying in the moment stayed steady the entire way didn't let the moment get too big and finished strong and Cruz carries the ball at Castilla Cruz and gets it off to around the 35-yard line. A gain of 15 for Football North. Uh, they'll set it up. Panthers have a 21-7 lead. Back to you guys. And, and honestly, Coach Robin, I mean, it's a great accomplishment. But up next, uh, we're moving on and, and talk about that next the next next movement, what, what you guys are going to do to prepare and, and what our outlook looks coming up after this play. First down and 10 at the 37-yard line for Football North. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. Shotgun setting up is Wither, and now the give again across the 40 to the 45 and out of bounds at the 48-yard line. Fernandez del Castillo with the carry, and that will get it across the 45. We'll see where they, they finally mark it, but the Football North continues to move the football on the ground. Yeah, so that's a great question. You know, a lot of our guys, we haven't actually qualified for state as a team for and it's 2011. So, you know, we're obviously super excited to be here and in this position. But my message to the guys is, hey, this isn't a victory lap. We're here to compete. We've proven we can play with the best teams in the state, you know, beating in the district tournament some of the teams you just mentioned. So, you know, getting the opportunity to take that on in, in the biggest stage, you know, in Ohio, it's something we really look forward to. That was complete to the 42-yard line of Elder on first down. Panthers uh, have a 21-7 lead, 8 minutes and 10 seconds to go here in quarter number 2. And we'll set up now with a second down and one at the 42. Three wide to the right, one to the left side. Shotgun now looks, gives it to Castillo, and he gets to about the 41-yard line. A gain of a yard, which probably will just move it closer, but it's still going to be a third down coming up for Football North. Well, Coach Robin, we, we thank you for joining us, and we hope you guys uh, have a successful uh, trip on the links and bring home a state title, hopefully, to Elder High School. I know it'll be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Phil and Len, thank you very much for having us. We uh, really appreciate the support from Elder Nation and uh, look forward to finishing it off hopefully next weekend. Our pleasure. State no champs problem. would have a nice ring to it, wouldn't it? It sure would. <laughs> thank it. you. Third, third down and one. The ball spotted at the 42-yard line. They've got one wide to the right and one to the left side, setting up the third and one at the 42. Now the give is to Castilla, and he gets to the 40-yard line, and that's about it. So pretty good job there uh, to get down, and that will be uh, enough for, let's see if they marked it right at around the 40, Phil, if that's a first down. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, they're looking like they're going to come out and measure, and, you know, uh, it's close enough. It's right around the 40-yard line, and they had to get to the 40. The, 
but where they've got it marked, they're, they're almost closer to the 41. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's from like right up here, it really looks yeah. like a, a first down. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because we've seen some games in the re- <laughs> recent weeks where we thought, ah, maybe they're going to come out and mark it. Nope. They're solid on their on their push. But, you know, from up here, it looks like they're going to get to the first down. But let's see. And, no, they're they, 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 I mean, they, wow. that, that was that was easy. I mean, that was like not even a measurement needed. That was almost a whole football. Yeah, that's that what I thought. It, it looked like, you know, they only needed a yard. I, I don't know what they were looking to do with the measurement, but it is a first down and 10. Football North will have it at the 41-yard line. Seven minutes and four seconds remaining in quarter number two. Panthers have a 21-7 lead, but Football North is on the move. They go with one wide receiver with stammings to the right side. Stebbings actually three wide now to the right, one to the left side. And you got to watch out for Tyrell Jr. And setting up, it's going to be Castilla down to the 38-yard line. A gain of three. It'll be second down for Football North, and they continue to move the football on the ground. They do a good job. Coming downhill to make that tackle was Andrew Spinney after that short game. Hey, this is where the elder defense has to come up here. They've, they've moved the football. We know that they can move it, but... This is when you get get a stop, you know, but six minutes to go here. Get a stop, get the football back, get an opportunity to put another one in before halftime when you know you're getting the football back. Second and seven from the 38, three to the right. Now looking, it's going to be a quarterback keeper, 35, and he's out to the 31-yard line of Elder. A good job by Wither getting seven yards, and that's right at the first down stick. Yeah, Josh Dugan makes the tackle for the Panthers in this one here. They're gonna they're gonna move it. It was about the same spot as the yeah. last one, but uh, no not measurement gonna, here. No measurement needed. That was a first down, good pickup, and Dugan was able to really step in and keep that from being a larger game, as as Withered really found a hole in, in Elder's defense. So football North still method on this drive, methodically moving the football, setting up with 5:48 remaining. Here in the first, in the second quarter, setting up to the right, and now it's going to be Castilla inside the 30. Fumble! And let's see, do the Panthers get it? It's going to be close. Uh, it's underneath the pile. And I, I think it, it might go back to Football North. Yeah, that I one was like a pinball. Yeah, Spinney was right on the ground, and I th- he wanted that one. Spinney is all over the place usually. Yeah, Mateo Lucera, the, the offensive tackle, was actually the guy that it came it went bouncing back off of the, the, the tackle by the Panthers and hit him and then went back, you know, so that they could basically fall on the football. Had he not been there, that big body, uh, that lineman, that ball could have went flying. Second down and eight. Ball spotted at the 29. Two wide left. Three to the right. Empty backfield setting up his wither. Back to throw. Looking down the field. Looking into the end zone. Close to it. It's a touch. Oh, he dropped it. It was uh, Tyrell Jr. had the hands on it but could not bring it down. Yeah, Chris Cameron coverage for the Panthers went up for him on it, and uh, Tyrell Jr.'s got a little bit of a height advantage on Chris Cameron, so he was able to break it up as they were coming down, and he wasn't able to maintain possession. So this brings up third down, third and eight. We know that they've been able to make some big plays and pick it up, but this would be big for the Panthers to, to force them to make a tough decision on fourth down of, of what they're going to do or what they're going to try to accomplish. Yeah, they mark it at the 29-yard line, and if they don't get anything here, it's a 46-yard attempt. Now, the kid's got a good leg, but I think 46 might be a little much. They might go for it here uh, on two-down territory. Three to the right, one to the left on this third and eight at the 29. Back setting up. Wither looking to throw. He's at his 39. Throws. It's complete to the 18-yard line. 
and a gain of right around nine yards. That is a first down for football north, and it was uh, stabbing, Stebbings rather, getting the uh, reception, and unfortunately got hit, and he is down. Yeah, he's down on that play. Bartley Thomas was in coverage. I mean, he was a great coverage on him. That ball by Wither was a great throw right in the, the Stebbings. He's able to make that catch. So he's down right now. Uh, we'll see if maybe it was just the way he got rolled up on on the play on his shoulder possibly. But we'll wait and give it a second here. And we'll see. Like right now, they've got a look at him. Cooper Electric is proud to support elder football. Reliable service and prompt quality service is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrading your electrical service for your home or business is easy with Cooper Electric. Cooper Electric at 513-271-5000. He's going to walk off on his own. Just got kind of the wind knocked out of him, I think. Yeah, just the way he rolled up. I mean, he had to make a diving play on the ground, kind of, uh, you know, diving towards the sideline, essentially in the middle of the field. And Bartley Thomas was right on top of him as they hit. So, he seems to be favoring his left side and his left arm, so I don't know if he just fell in a little bit funky on that catch or the way it got hit, but he's able to walk off under his own power. doesn't look like he's in a, a lot of pain, so we'll probably see him again uh, at some point in this football game. First and 10 at the 18, two wide to the right, including Terrell Jr. They go shotgun with Wither at his 27-yard uh, line. And now looking to the left side, and it's going to be the quarterback inside the 10 to the 5, and he's in the end zone, 18 yards. What a fake he did because, I'll tell you, it looked like the running back had it, and it was a quarterback keeper, 18 yards for the touchdown. Play initially, handoff going to the left, blocking was going to the left too, just, just some zone blocking heading to the left for football north. And then Wither saw a big opening on the right side. He kept the football and then cut it right up the middle. And Elder just had, they were all in man coverage there. So the receivers were able to lock up and just make some good blocks. And so they are able to strike. And they set up now to kick this extra point. The kick is up with the right foot, and it is good. 422 left in quarter number two. It's Elder 21. And Football North 14 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the pit on a Friday night. It's Elder leading it 21-14 to 14 as Football North scored an 18-yard touchdown run by Wither, the quarterback, in the end zone. The Panthers have scored on Klusman, 80-yard touchdown. Brocksterman uh, got a 62-yard completion, and Ramsey finished that off with a 3-yard touchdown run in the first, and it was Justin Ray with a 16-yard touchdown for the Panthers, and they lead it 21-14. to 14. The other touchdown was by Fernandez Castilla for Football North. And Football North will kick off from right to left here in the second quarter. And here's the kick. It's going to be a short kick. And it's going to bounce. And Elder is going to take it. It's Ottenry across the 20, 25, 30, 35. And it's uh, around the 37-yard line for Ottenry to uh, to get that one. That was Luke Ottenry. Yeah, Luke Ottenry after a couple of Panthers, too. The ball was 
was a low kick and bounced at about the, the 30-yard line. A couple guys kind of stuck their hand out. I think even Dugan got a, a hand on it and caused it to bounce back, and Luke was able to catch it right on a bounce and, and move it up, which looked like the way the ball was bouncing around and other guys were throwing hands on it, it really, to me, I thought that ball was going to be one you just got to fall on at about the 15, so they're able to really get lucky on that. First and 10 at the 37-yard line for the Panthers. Hamilton back at his 32, shotgun to Ramsey, complete 35, 40, out of bounds at the 43-yard line, a gain of six on first down. You know, I'll tell you, I, I really like this RPO that they're doing. Uh, you know, Coach talked about it, not running the ball per se, but just getting that, that quick little out. Yeah, getting that quick throw where, uh, you know, sometimes in there too, that went to the short side of the field. A lot of teams aren't expecting that, but that gives you that big gain on first down. Sometimes it's been four, this time is six yards. They've been able to do that, and that gives them that breathing room. And then right now, you know, Ben Hamilton comes to the sideline as uh, Drew Ramsey is going to line up uh, in shotgun. Second down and four from the 43, two wide to the right. Hamilton now going to – it's actually Ramsey going to run it, 45, and he's out to the 48-yard line, a gain of five, and that will be enough for an Elder Panther first down. And Ramsey has done a great job tonight. Yeah, he's got a ton of yards already. I mean, just from, from all the times we've called his name – but it's been able to give the Panthers some different options on offense as they're continuing to move. So as we get to the four-minute mark here, we know the Panthers are going to get the football back. So this is a key drive to, to, to possess the football, but make sure that the end of this possession, it ends up in the end zone so that that way you're looking to possibly stack another one on at the start of the second quarter, second half. At 21-14, the Panthers have the lead. First and 10 at their own 48-yard line. And now we're going to get a timeout. We'll take a timeout with 3.39 left in quarter number two on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther Football. This is Cardinal Raymond Burke. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, 339 left here in quarter number two. The Panthers have a 21-14 lead. And, Phil, we didn't look at this earlier, but the stats of just in the first quarter, Hamilton, who has done much better since then, but 5 of 5, 177 yards in the first quarter alone. First and 10 at the 48 for the Panthers here. Shotgun Hamilton back at his 46-yard line, or right around the 44, rather. He's back and now looking. Down the field, looking to throw. Dustin Ray, it's complete, but I think he's out of bounds. No, they're going to mark him in. I think he he got a shoe in. That was close. And and I can totally, and I had the same thought. My opinion of it was whether or not the official was looking down because Harp and Ray were right there, and there were two North defenders. So it kind of brought in a little bit of congestion, and he just able to stick that foot down and, and make a catch in bounds. So the Panthers, big play. He has done a great job in the last couple of weeks. First down and 10 at the 26 for the Panthers. 3.33 left. Hamilton shotgun setting up empty backfield. Look out, and here comes the blitz to throw down the field. Incomplete intended for Ray. And uh, the Panthers get a break there, but uh, 
it uh, Hamilton got hit pretty good. Yeah, big pressure on Hamilton as he threw that football. If he had had just a, maybe another second or two, possibly could have aired it out to Ray as he was just about breaking his route. But the ball would have, was then knocked down on the play. So it, very lucky for the Panthers as Hamilton got hit. Sometimes when you know quarterbacks get hit, those balls sail. And that doesn't work out. But that one there, lucky for the Panthers, second and ten. Five wide receivers this time as Kirch goes in motion. They go four now. And now it's going to be Hamilton running it. Nothing much doing there. He gets stopped at the 29-yard line. And it was a good tackle by number 44, Denver Beasley. Yeah, he came up real quick and filled the hole. I mean, it was it looked like Ben Hamilton was making a good read. Ben Hamilton lost his helmet. That's about the fourth or fifth helmet yeah. that's popped off of an Elder Panther tonight. I'm going to have to check those snaps. Uh, <laughs> but he, Denver Beasley came up, made a great play, real big hit, good wrap-up. So a loss on that one brings a third and 13. So the Panthers, after that big catch by Justin Ray, have now kind of stalled a little bit, so looking to get momentum on this play. Now they could go in two plays here, a third and 13 to get it. they got two wide to the left, they've got Ramsey in a quarterback. And now Ramsey's going to run it inside the 30. And he gets to about the 26-yard line, a gain of three. It'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers and about 10 to go. And Football North is going to take a timeout here, hoping that they can get the ball back. Football season begins hot and humid, then finishes cold and frigid. Schmidt Heating and Cooling wants you to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954, and they'll give you the straight answers and help you what you're looking for with your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling is proud to support elder football. 251 remaining in this second quarter. Panthers have a 21-14 lead, but they're going to mark them. It's 4th and 11, not 4th and 10, right around the 27-yard line, Phil. What kind of play they think they're going to they got to get the first down here. I would imagine they're not they're not going to kick this one. So Yeah, I mean, you're in a position where you go ahead and you, you try to pick up the first down. If you can pick up the first down or get the ball in the end zone, that's great. If not, if you turn it over on downs, you're not giving them great field position being inside uh, of the 30. And it's 4th and 11 at the 27. Hamilton back in at quarterback. they got Ramsey and Mikey Kirch off to the left side, two to the right, including Harp. To the right side, looking right. It's Hamilton looking in the right corner. It's got Justin Ray. This time it's incomplete. It was knocked away at the last second by number 33, Zork Clayori made a great play. Yeah, he really broke that one up at just the right time. But the Panthers did exactly what he said. See, they're going for the first down, seeing if you have a touchdown there. And just now not able to make the play. Coach Ramsey talking to Justin Ray on the sideline about, you know, going up and trying to use your body. Uh, uh, to make that play, but the Panthers right now looking with 2.47 to go, trying to see if they can stop football north so that they don't have the opportunity to tie this one up right before half. Yeah, it's 21-14, 2.47 left. Football north from right to left. We'll set up with three wide receivers to the right side. Callum Wither at quarterback, and he's back at his 21. Shotgun, steps back at around the 18, going to air it out down the field. Looking for Terrell Jr. It is complete. Oh, no, incomplete. Dropped it again right at the last second. It looked like when he was coming down, Phil, yeah. he had it and, and just didn't hold on to it. Yeah, Zach Gutekunst was right there, able to help break that up in coverage. But that would have been that big play that they would have liked to have there uh, to really get this drive going. Second down and 10 at the 27-yard line for football north. 2.40 remaining in the opening quarter. 
Coming up at halftime, the best show in the business, the Caldwell Banker Halftime Report with Mark Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Steve Bengal. They'll give you all the scores. They'll give you everything going on uh, around Cincinnati football, high school football tonight. Two wide receivers to the right. They go one to the left side. Now we've got three to the right. Shotgun setting up at the 19 to throw. And it's intercepted. Spinny right around the the 25 to the 20 to the 15, and he's out at the 11-yard line. And a big play by Andrew Spinny. Huge play. Spinny just sat in the middle. Big interception. The ball came right to him. Made a great catch and then took off. And you could see at a moment there when he finally was able to break away from one tackle and start to get towards the sideline and running up. I mean, you could see his feet. They started moving a little bit faster. He saw pay dirt. I think he thought he was going to get a – get a big pick six but nonetheless he moves the football to the panthers gets it onto the 11 yard line giving them an opportunity to score again great job by the defense coming up big big turnover giving it back to your offense so now your offense got to go out and give give the defense you know their reward for that that's his second interception he's also had two fumble recoveries on the year first and 10 at the 11 shotgun here's hamilton he's going to pitch it to ramsey to the right Student body right down to the 10-yard line and out to the 6-yard line. A gain of 5 for Drew Ramsey with 2.20 to go. And just not able to really get fully around that edge on that one. It looked like it was going to develop, but the blocking just couldn't get out there. But Panthers got plenty of time, two timeouts. You're not in a huge rush, so you get a pickup on there. It's second and six, and this drive started on the 11, so the Panthers can still you know, get the ball down to the get the ball down to. I think they got it marked. It looks like at about the two, uh, you know, half yard line, one and a half, something like. You know, we'll see where they can get, but they can pick up a first down and get a fresh set. Yeah, they set it up. They got it right around the seven yard line. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Hamilton shotgun on this second down and about six. They throw it into the end zone. It's Harp. It's up. It's in. It's a touchdown for the Panthers. Nice jump ball to Andrew Harp. Just let him go one-on-one coverage and put the ball up. Ben Hamilton just throws a nice football. Let Harp go do what he does best the past few weeks and really did well against Moeller and gets another touchdown there. And the Panthers, after the spinning interception that set this up, the Panthers are looking to extend this to a two-score football game. A couple of Andrews do the job, and it's 27-14, a minute 38, and the kick is up by Maurer, and this one is good. So with 138 remaining in quarter number two, it's Elder 28 and Football North 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the pit on a Friday night. It's been an exciting one so far. Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. A minute 38 remain here in the second quarter, and the Panthers strike again. It was Andrew Harp, a seven-yard touchdown reception from Ben Hamilton with 138 left. They trail, they lead it 28-14. to 14. It's been, been a good one so far. And the Panthers have had a whole bunch of different things go right for them. You get that big turnover there on defense, sets up the score before the half. We've had a couple of big plays. We've had some sustained drives. So the Panthers have done a little bit of everything tonight. And Maurer will look to put this one to the end zone again. They set up at the 40-yard line to kick this one off. 
From left to right they go. And Maurer pounds this one. And this one's going to go out all the way out of the end zone. And the Panthers again will get uh, Football North left to start this one at the 20. Now, immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. Enjoy a clean and comfortable stay for small or large groups. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Clip View Resort, proud sponsor of Panther Sports. 138 left in this second quarter. And Football North's been able to move the football also. So one thing you don't want to do here is let the defense give up a score right now up 28-14. Right, and a quick gain here, you know, like you talk about Len, they have the ability to make some big plays. So 138, two timeouts is a lot of time after we've seen them have some big throws and big runs. Three wide right, and now setting up back is Wither, the throw. It is complete across the 40 to the 43-yard line right around there, and a good good by Will McCharles, the tight end, number 31, making the reception. And Football North's going to go quick to the ball here. Elder just not able to get guys where needed on that last one. Two wide right, two to the left side. Shotgun with her back at his 35. Now looks to throw. It is incomplete that time. intended for McCharles, who was not able to come up with that one. The defense by uh, the Panthers, Nathan Schur, making the uh, getting right in there. So Elder subbing a few guys in. Maddox Arnold's coming in. Uh, Mikey uh, Kirsch, Drew Ramsey, Tyler McCoy. So they're kind of switching it up here, get a little bit of a rush, knowing that they're passing, try to put some pressure on, on Wither as he uh, can't, so he can't just sit back there and make some reads. Callum Wither, the quarterback, second down and 10 at the 42-yard line for football north from right to left. They go two wide, make that three now to the right, and they go two to the left side. Empty backfield for football north. They go in motion. And now the quarterback's going to keep it across the 40, 44-yard line. Chris Cameron makes the tackle, but there's a flag down right around the same spot. Yeah, so I, I, you're going to go ahead and get blocking the back on that one. Chris Cameron makes a big play. Chris Cameron's going to have to come off the. He's going to come off the field on that one. So Nicholas Coleman is going to sub into the football game. But what looked like was going to be a big gain for Football North is a the, their tackle. Uh, on the outside, was able to really get a good block for him and free Wither, but the penalty sends it back. And so now, instead of it looking like something, Len, that was going to give them momentum, now it looks like it may have slowed this down. It did. Second down and 17 back at the 35. Three wide to the right, one to the left side. Shotgun for Wither back at his 25. Now steps up at around the 22 down the field and just airs it out and is incomplete. Uh, not much of a chance there. Uh, looking for Christian Cody uh, was uh, trying to catch that one. Big number 75 coming down the field. And really no big play on that one for uh, for the Panthers. Not uh, you know, Bartley Thomas was in coverage, but just nothing taking place there. 50 seconds remain here in the second quarter. Third and 17 now for football north. The Panthers will get the ball first in the second half. They lead it 28-14 to 14 in this one. And Football North comes to the line and now gets ready to set this play up. They've got Tyrell Jr. to the right side. Three wide receivers to that right side. And now two to the left side. With them, empty backfield looking to throw the football. Down the field looking and it's uh, Tyrell Jr. But he's out of bounds at the 25-yard line. And that is incomplete. There's Chris Cameron in coverage. Just step for step with him in that ball. 
even if even a camera wasn't there that ball was the only way it was going to be caught is if you caught it about a yard outside out of bounds so the panthers able to force a, a punt here on, on fourth and 17 so uh, Walter Zerby come back out to punt this football. The Panthers probably be happy if they can get something going here, but ha- be happy to go into into halftime with the lead. They'll set it up right around the 20-yard line as Gutekunst will right around the 22-yard line will look to try to get this one from Zerby. And there's a snap right around the 25 is where he kicks it. This is one of his shorter kicks, but it bounces around the 30 and goes out of bounds at around the 29-yard line. So the Panthers will get the football with 32 seconds remaining. I don't know if they'll do too much. Just, you know, maybe run a couple of plays, see how it goes. Yeah, run a play, see what you get on first down. If you get something that, that causes you to to want to go go for it one more time, and you might. But if, if you don't have a big gain or anything like that, you'd probably just be happy. Like I said, go back into halftime knowing you're getting the football uh, and, and try to make some adjustments to hold this two-score lead and increase it in the second half. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 30-yard line. They'll line up with Ramsey and Kirch to the left side. And now setting up with two wide receivers to the right side. Hamilton at his 25, now back at his 22 to throw down the field. Looking, Justin Ray, and it just Ooh. missed him. That was, he led him perfectly, but and Ray's got a lot of speed. You were expected right at the point, and he just didn't yeah, really come up with just it. Just trying to get him right down the seam and get Ray, just put that ball right in his hands. It was just outside, like you said, Len, and then let him get in a foot race. I, I was waiting for him to get right under that one and run that one into the end zone for a 70-yard touchdown, but no, not to... Uh, for that one, all for not. Second and 10 at the 30-yard line for the Panthers. 26 ticks of the clock left here in quarter number two. Kirch and Ramsey to the right. Ray and Harp uh, make that to the left side, and now Ray and Harp to the right. Setting up now at the 22 is Hamilton. Rolling now to his right. Throwing as Ramsey complete again. There's that man again at the 42-yard line. Yeah, gets out of bounds. They were looking downfield again. Let Justin Ray kind of go to work on his guy, but nothing there. Hamilton scrambled a little bit, but then made a good throw. Ramsey gets the ball to bounce. The clock stops with uh, 20 seconds left. I mean, if they can get a big play here, you could see the Panthers use their timeout and possibly look to punch another one in. Am I wrong to say that it's like New England's offense with, when they had Julian Edelman? Do you remember? It seems like Ramsey is there every time catching the ball. Two wide receivers to the left side and two to the right side. First and 10 at the 42-yard line. Setting up is Hamilton back at his 35. Down the field this time again for Ray, and he can't get it again. Just a little bit too far. Yeah, just threw his hands on that one. Just wasn't they're trying to make an over-the-shoulder catch down the sideline. Uh, you know, about a about a 20, 30 yard throw, and Ray just not able to come up with it. So the Panthers taking two shots to him here, but still 15 seconds left, so they they can do it again if they'd like. They can, and Hamilton's got a good enough arm; they could try it again. Why not? Second down and 10 at the 42 yard line. As long as you throw it where the other guys can't catch it, right? That's the way you got to look at it. And both throws there were pretty safe throws. Second and 10 at the 42. They're going to have Bronxterman this time line up to the left. Ramsey. And on the left side, two wide receivers, including Mikey Kirch, to the right side. And now it's Hamilton. Now it's going to give to Ramsey, and he's going to be hit hard right around the 35-yard line. He's going to lose a bunch back as uh, number 36. It was Ishmael Finlater making the tackle. And that's just going to take us right to halftime. And it does. That is uh, halftime here. Coming up again, the guys will talk about everything on the Call Banker Halftime Report. Mark Bengel, Steve Bengel. And Tom Kennedy, we're at the half. It's Elder 28, 
and Football North 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Dave here. Is your phone service putting your business on hold? My friends at Fuller Information Technology, no businesses can't afford to pay for the things they don't need or use. That's why the experts at Fuller Information Technology work with you to personalize your phone service, giving you everything you need and nothing you don't. Let them help you save money and give your business the competitive edge you've been looking for. Check out Fuller Information Technology today. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. It's time for the Coldwell Banker Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first-half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. All right, and that's us here at the Pit at Elder where it's halftime, and Elder is ahead of Clarkson Football North out of Canada, 28-14. to 14. And, Steve, let's switch right over to you right now and get people caught up with scores throughout the area. All right, uh, looking at uh, teams in the GCL South uh, in action tonight. LaSalle traveled to Trotwood-Madison, and in the fourth quarter, they're up 24 to nothing over Trotwood-Madison. game you're listening to here on the Prep Sports Video Network, it's Elder 28, Football North 14. Both St. X and Moeller travel to Cleveland tomorrow. Uh, Moeller playing St. Ed's and uh, St. X playing St. Ignatius, both of those games at 4 o'clock on Saturday. GMC action. Lakota West early over Colerain, 7 to nothing. It's Fairfield, 13. Lakota East, 14. That's a squeaker. Lakota East, or Fairfield was up in that game, and Lakota East came back to uh, go up by a point. These scores are at or near the half. Uh, Princeton, 7. Mason, nothing. Oak Hills and Middletown right now nodded at a big goose egg in the second quarter. Hey. Uh, both teams looking for their first win of the year. Sycamore over Hamilton. 21 to 6. Cincinnati Hills League action. Reading early over Marymount, 6 to nothing. And Taylor over Madeira, 14 to nothing. GCL co ed action. It's uh, McNick, 13. Uh, Chaminade Julianne, 10. In the Eastern Cincinnati Conference action, Anderson, a walloping 72 to 28 what? over Loveland in the fourth what? quarter. 72. That Man, was, where's it, the where's it, it, it was 43-28, then it was 50-28, then it was 72-28. So, wow. Um, you so, don't see scores like that with the running clock. It, no, it's no, very, no. Very rare. But uh, boom, boom, boom. As Kings uh, looking to remain undefeated, uh, they're up 28-7 uh, to 7 over Turpin tonight. Um, Southwest Ohio Conference action, Harrison. Losing to Northwest right now, 21-14. to 14. Harrison up early in that game. Northwest uh, got two scores. And uh, 
up for two to get. It was 14 to six. Now it's 21 uh, 14. Uh, looking ar- around in Miami Valley Conference action, Roger Bacon, who's not lost a M- Miami Valley Conference game, up against uh, Summit Country Day 21 to six. They've not lost one ever. Not. Uh, Jeez. Not uh, just th- this year. In uh, Southern Buckeye Athletic and, uh, and, and uh, whatever they are, conference, uh, Bethel Tate, 6, Williamsburg, nothing, East Clinton, 19, Claremont North, Eastern, 0, New Richmond uh, over uh, Clinton Massey, uh, right now early, 6 to nothing. Um, in Kentucky, uh, Dixie Heights, 12, Ryle, 7. Oh, there he is. He- well, the band, it's senior night, so Steve Guy said he'd come up with the drum line and play for you. I, yeah, a little, little too late here. I'm almost done. Ludlow, 14, Bellevue, nothing. Uh, and uh, in Indiana, Lawrenceburg over South Dearborn, uh, 21 to uh, nothing. And the uh, regular season ends in uh, Indiana th- this week. Playoffs start next week. It's an all-in situation. So uh, they're buying for positions, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, interesting game. We don't have a score on East Central. Traveled to Ron Colley. So we'll, we'll kind of oh. see how that, that all uh, works out. So we got a lot of games that we're going to be looking at uh, uh, tonight uh, and then uh, kind of start putting them in and then uh, kind of look at who their opponents are next week and just kind of see where everything's going to shake out. Tom, if you're a Elder fan, tomorrow you're going to be a Mueller fan. Uh, they're playing St. Ed's. That would be a beneficial win if uh, oh, the wow. Crusaders could could knock off. Uh, there's a lot of scenarios, and, of course, Joe Harbin will be on next week for our Harbin show. But, the Harbin uh, Holiday Hello Show, yeah. 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 That would be one you'd, you'd kind of hope would uh, would happen. Lakewood St. Ed undefeated at 8-0 going into tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon's game, number one in the state. So, yeah, if the Crusaders could, uh, you know, uh, have the Cleveland sweep, if you will, uh, they, they, I guess, upset or last-second win uh, against uh, Ignatius down here, that would do really really well for the Elder Panthers, Harbin-wise. And, and probably those secondary points, if Elder can hold on to this game with the one win for uh, Football North coming in tonight, not going to get a whole lot of points for a win tonight, but coupled with – some secondary points for uh, from Moeller could go a long way for uh, Elder securing a home playoff game in a couple weeks. All right, you're listening to the Coldwell Banker Halftime Report. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we're going to look at this game first half action right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and... 
buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Colerain Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. We immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support Elder football. And we are back at halftime. Once again, Elder over football north from Canada, 28-14. to 14. And, guys, uh, this team is a pretty uh, pretty worthy opponent, uh, very uh, talented. A uh, lot, of, lot, of, uh, lot of talent, a lot of athletes on the team. Uh, and this is going to be a, a barn burner towards the end, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, their, their quarterback... Uh has a tremendous arm. Uh, it's kind of a scatter arm. He's not hitting his targets, but he can, he, you know, if if it's uh, showing the, the the people how far he can throw it, he's, he's he doing wins. that. Yeah, he's winning. <laughs> he's, he's really sailing it. And one thing I, I like about Elder, and I know, you'll Tom, you'll be talking about Elder a little bit more, but the thing I, I like what I'm seeing tonight is, you know, they must have seen something on film because they're going – over the top with with their passing game, long passing game, more tonight than I think they have all season. They're they're really trying to stretch the field downfield, not just sideline to sideline, which is, you know, so I I think in the the two tapes that they did have, Menor and and Eds, they they saw something that that they thought they could exploit, and, uh, you know, we've seen that uh, come to fruition a couple times, and and Justin Ray just about came up with one down the seam uh, right before half. Both six foot three receivers for the Elder Panthers, long receptions. Zane Klusman for a touchdown, and and Nick Brockstrom also for a long touchdown. Nice to see, nice to stretch the field, and when you do stretch the field, it opens up the intermediary and, and, and shorter passes as well. The thing that I like what I saw in the first half was at the end of the first half with Andrew Spinney's interception, uh, and, and then subsequently you know changing the field. For the Elder Panthers, it was it was nice to see, and then it puts them up two scores as well. In the past, against St. X, if you will, and some other teams during the season, Elder played close to the like the first the end of the first half, the two minute mark, the one minute mark, and then something happened, and it, and it flipped the switch. But tonight, uh, it's good to see that they're making plays at key times, and they're capitalizing on those turnovers. Looking at the weather radar, guys, uh, we've we've avoided most of the rain tonight, and hopefully we'll get this game in. I, uh, it was checking. There's kind of a big blob out near Evanston, so way over eastern Indiana, so slowly making its way north and kind of east, inching its way. So good chance we can get this thing out, perhaps when we're enjoying the comfort of roosters later on. Maybe it's okay to rain then. That's right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be fine with that. But, uh, you know, but rain is one of those things I think Doug's happy it's not here with the, the type of attack they have passing-wise, uh, the timing routes, the grip on the ball. 
you just don't want a sloppy wet field. And, of course, you don't have to worry about the mud like you used to back in the day when we went here. But uh, a dry field would definitely benefit Elder. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, with, with the speed and the cuts they have to make, uh, it, it's much better to have a, a you know dry turf. Uh, obviously, it'll slow down football north as well, but they're they're not as dependent on the passing game. And, and uh, you know, they have some people that, and some some big linemen to be able to just kind of grind it out. So you know, given that, you know, I think it's incumbent on Elder when they get the ball first to do two things. I, I think is run clock uh, and, and score. So you know, if they can do a, the eight minute drive that we used to see, that, that, that would be ideal in a game like this. Going into this game, <clears throat> one of the keys I thought going in was they were going to abandon the run because it hasn't been successful. Right. I like what Doug did. He, he wanted to establish the run early on with Drew Ramsey, and he was successful doing that. What that did was it allowed the defensive linebackers to come in cheat a little bit, and it gave one-on-one uh, for, uh, for Zane uh, Klusman. Uh, for his touchdown, for Nick Brockstrom and his touchdown, and for Andrew Harp, his touchdown. And Andrew Harp, right before half, was typical. Like I said, the 6'5 receiver, uh, Ben Hamilton just threw it up, and Andrew reached for it and touched it. And on senior night, guys, I like all four scores today so far have been seniors. Klusman, Brockstrom, Harp, and Ramsey, and Hamilton, the quarterback, and involved in all of them. It's a, it's a great tribute to this team on senior night. That's a that's a stat that only you would bring, Tom. That's a great stat. That, that, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's good. Well, hopefully, like we said, the rain will hold off. It has all night. It's been a great night here, uh, comfortable temperatures, and uh, finish this thing out with uh, a dry track, and, and I think everyone would be happy. Now, we're going to be uh, obviously enjoying the rest of this game, but if you are sitting in the stands and looking to fill the the old tank up with some good food. Join us out at Roosters. Man, I've, their, their menu, they have a little bit of everything. They, they uh, do. It's all good. I, I've been sampling it through the year through the, the year so far, and uh, it, it's just it's all outstanding, not not a clunker in I, the bunch. I, I tried uh, a, 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 a chicken burrito last week. It was fantastic. I Ooh, wasn't yeah. expecting much. It was fantastic. Yeah. I'd I put it up against anything. So, uh, obviously, but they're most famous for. The monster chicken wing. Oh, I need to say hi to, to, to Nate, Steve, and Charlie uh, listening to the game in the basement. Uh, Nate, this is Pawpaw. Right. Oh, sweet. Well, and they're good, good little dudes. Well, that's all the time we have. Uh, stay tuned for Len Harvey and Phil the Thrill Bengal for all the second half action uh, right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pitch and Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. 
With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back. It's Len Harvey, Phil Bengal here at halftime. The Panthers have a 28-14 to lead. Just looking at some of the statistics. And uh, as we thought, Ben Hamilton had a great first half. He was 13 of 18, 301 yards and three touchdowns. As long as it was an 80-yard touchdown, and that was uh, Kluzman getting the 80-yard touchdown. Broxerman had a 62-yard completion. Drew Ramsey again just doing it at 18 catches last week, seven catches this week for 91 yards. So he's had 25 catches in the last two weeks alone. Uh, Justin Ray with two catches for 42 yards. Andrew Harp, two catches for 40. Uh, check that for 26 yards. And uh, good job all around for the Panthers doing uh, you know, without the running game, just doing it through the air, 13 of 18 for 301 yards in the first half. So a pretty impressive first half. Running down the scoring, uh, it was Kluzman, an 80-yard touchdown run in the first quarter with 527 uh, left. It was 7 to nothing Panthers. Football North, meanwhile, in the first quarter, they scored a 20-yard touchdown run by Fernandez Castillo uh, at 425 to tie the game at 7. Elder gets a Broxerman 62-yard touchdown down to the 3-yard line, and it was Ramsey... Uh, a three-yard touchdown run to uh, make it uh, right there to make it 14-7, to Elder uh, with the lead. In the second quarter, Justin Ray uh, caught a touchdown uh, to make a 16-yard touchdown uh, catch, and that made it 28-7, to uh, seven, or 21-7, to seven, rather. And uh, Football North in the second with an 18-yard touchdown. It was Wither uh, getting it to make it 21-14. And then an Andrew Spinney interception with the 230 mark led to an Andrew Harp seven-yard touchdown reception, and that made it 28-14, to 14, and that's where we are. Just a great passing first half. Didn't have the running game. They're missing Luke Flowers, but not missing him with the offensive numbers over 300 yards in the air for Ben Hamilton. And I like what I'm seeing with the outer offense, just being able to, to make big plays but also have those small play ability to, to move the football on first down and get some some different things, you know, running those little quick hitters to the short side, things that maybe guys aren't expecting. So this offense has been able to come through. And then the other side of it is the defense. You know, the defense, I mean, obviously you're going to, you know, hang your hat on Andrew Spinney's interception, but they've been doing a pretty good job keeping this team in check that has some big weapons. I mean, yes, they break off some runs, and, I mean, that's going to happen, but they've been able to, after their, their first two scores, really stopped their movement on offense so let's see if football north made some adjustments maybe to target some of their successful running in the second half but as of right now i mean i'm really happy with what i'm seeing with elder defense moving forward yeah they've uh, they've i mean football north had uh they ran 36 plays uh, 242 yards of total offense they had the ball for 14 minutes uh and uh, 26 seconds the panthers only had the football let's see they, they had nine minutes is what they have listed here but that's a uh, Incorrect, but uh, 320 yards uh, for the Panthers on 29 plays. Of course, 301 uh, through the air, and that was uh, for Ben Hamilton. So, good first uh, half. We'll see what happens. The Panthers are going to get the ball first in the second half. Football North in their road white jerseys with the red pants and the red numbers. And the Panthers, meanwhile, they have got their purple on tonight. The purple 
jerseys with the pur- with the white numbers and the purple pants with the white stripe, the white helmets with the purple. So the Panthers here will get the ball first in the second half. Halftime was brought to you by Call a Banker. Uh, they are located 513-922-9400. Panthers with a 28-14 lead. This is big. You know, next week is the last regular season game. Uh, LaSalle uh, at LaSalle, always tough to play there. And uh, it's going to be big to, to get a, a good second half here to start. Yeah, trev out the North Bend, uh, play LaSalle. And the other thing is, too, is every time I feel like we go out to that place, it is just cold. It's cold and rainy and just miserable. So I don't know what the forecast is for next Friday, but I'm sure it's going to change. Yeah, it'll be, be like 48 and oh, rainy and just, miserable. Yeah, never really had some <laughs> luck out there. Not at all. Well, set up now. The Panthers will get the football first from right to left. It's... Football North will kick this one off, and it's taken at the six-yard line for the Panthers, and not much doing to the ten-yard line is where they finally get it, and that is number eighty-five, and that's uh, you know he played on the JV team, got a little bit of action. Josh Miris uh, getting a chance to uh, get the get the uh, kickoff uh, as as again with Flowers not in the game, they're trying to run some different things. So let's see what Elder's offense does. I mean that game, you know, obviously. Uh, you know, was just looking at my watch before. I mean, that was an hour and a half, you know, for the for the for pretty slow movement, loop moving uh, for first half, I thought. Uh, just, uh, But there were a lot of big plays, but the clock kept kind of changing hands. So let's see what Elder's offense can do here, if they're going to be looking to, to strike with a big play or going to just run some clock and move the ball down the field and run methodical offense. First and 10 at the 11-yard line. It's Hamilton to Ramsey. It's complete across the 10. He's to the 15. He's to the 20 and out of bounds at the 20. 21 yard line. So Drew Ramsey with a first down, uh, gain of 10 on first down. And Mikey Kirsch and Andrew Harp were downfield blocking up, and Andrew Harp just coming back with a, a little bit of a, 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 a hitch in his get up. I think he got either either got uh, just a Charlie horse kind of because there was a little bit or somebody stepped on him on that one. So Andrew Harp, though, who gets split out on this last one, but that helped Ramsey pick up the first down. First and 10 at the 21-yard line for the Panthers. Jakob George is off to the right side. Now setting up, uh, looking, and throwing again. It's complete to Ramsey, 20, 25, and he gets hit right around the 27-yard line. Uh, I don't know who got it worse, if it was Ramsey or the defensive back, but it looked like uh, both of them hit pretty hard, and that was uh, Clayori uh, for Football North. Yeah, he came up, made a play, but Ramsey was able to deliver the big hit on that last one. So the Panthers uh, getting into position where, uh, looking at it, it, it's just putting them into a, a second down and four. So, again, Len picking up that nice gain on first down. Second and four, and then they'll set up at the 28. It's Ramsey complete, 25-30, 34-yard line and out of bounds. Another six yards and another first down for the Panthers. And Ramsey has had three catches in the second half. He now has 10 catches. He's got, in the last two weeks, Phil, 28 catches. That's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work and a lot of work for Ben Hamilton, too. I mean, he's been putting up some big numbers, you know, throwing a football between the Ron Colley game and a Moeller game and coming into this one. I mean, he's really been moving the ball around. So, Elder's offense putting up some big, big, big numbers. One of the things, too, that's impressive on this last drive is just they basically ran the same play three times in a row and just keep picking up the yards, picking up the yards. But on this one, Ben Hamilton's going to come out, so Drew Ramsey's going to be lined up in, in the shotgun formation. First and 10 at the 35 for the Panthers, 11-37 in the third. Justin Ray to the left side. They've got two to the right. 
and it's Ramsey. He's going to give it this time. It's Auten Reeve, 35-40, and he's out of bounds. He's still with it up the field to the 50-yard line, right around the 49 of, of football north, and uh, Auten Reeve got a good job there. Great blocking by Elder's offense. Carson Brown was out on that one, split out to the right side as well, but good blocking downfield. But Otten with just a head of steam when he hit the got to the corner. I mean, he really took it running and was able to make some big pickups. So the Panthers, very lucky there with a big game getting to the good side of the 50. Yeah, Mark Ottenree, but it's like next man up for the Panthers, doing a good job. First and 10 at the 48-yard line for the Panthers. They line up with two wide receivers to the right, Ottenree to the right. The fake, the throw, it is complete to Ramsey at the 45-yard line, a gain of about three that time, and he had to reach for that catch. And it's it's, it's the same, you know, the RPO again, and, and man, Somebody's got to cover 12. I mean, you know, you got to cover <laughs> yeah. Ramsey. I mean, that's the thing. It's like football north. I mean, I know what your what what the the challenge is, but man, I mean, he just keeps getting open, and, and he's not having to do anything super fancy. He's just running good crisp routes, and then Hamilton's making some good reads. But I mean, just continuously, just getting enough space where he can pick up four or six yards each time. Second and seven from the 45. Hamilton shotgun rolling to his left and throwing. It is complete and right around the 39-yard line. And it was Myris getting the uh, reception for the Panthers, number 85. So just another getting getting more guys involved. But Panthers able to move the football up the field and, and make this a third and short at, at the 39 and giving them the opportunity to, to continue their lead. I mean, the nice thing is to see about this offense line is they're, they're getting into a rhythm, and, and that rhythm is, is what makes this, we've seen in previous weeks, is a dangerous offensive team. And it's third and one, which means Ramsey's going to take the shotgun snap for the Panthers. They've got three wide to the left, and shotgun Ramsey calling out the play, now going to run it across the 40, does, and gets inside to the 35, and around the 32, a gain of seven, for the Panthers in a first down, Ramsey just pretty much does it all. Yeah, I mean, it's just, again, I mean, you circle 12 on the scouting report and you, know, you just you just hope you can stop him at some point in the football game. I mean, we really haven't seen a team, but it, it's really done that since uh, I think it was really pick central. Yeah, they were the only team that really kind of uh, didn't, they knew that they were not going to let him beat you. Yeah, and so ever since then, though, he's just been a thorn in everyone's side. So, again, in this game, just nonstop. But the Panthers going to take a timeout here due to a substitution error. 9-10 remaining third quarter. We'll take a timeout with it. It's 28-14 Elder on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support the team that supports Elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here, and the Panthers have a 28-14 lead, 9-10 left third quarter. Panthers had a little substitution issue, so they called a timeout, but a first and 10 at the 32 of football north. They've got Auten Reeb in the backfield. Ramsey's to the right side along with Andrew Harp. Hamilton 
at his 36-yard line. And now looking to throw to the right side, and now it is it is complete. Nice catch at the 29-yard line, and it was Ramsey again getting the catch. And that one, he slid to catch that one. Unislayer, he makes a big hit on Hamilton as he's throwing it, but he's still able to find him, still able to find his guy. So Ben Hamilton is really becoming a guy that isn't afraid to step up in the pocket and, and take some hits, and, and that's important as the season rolls on. Uh, just especially with the playoffs coming up here, as you know, teams are going to be coming from you for you, knowing that if they can make your your life difficult, it's going to be hard to get it out there to the to to two twelve sixteen, you know, two eighteen, all those guys. Justin Ray goes in motion to the left. Now shotgun throw to Ray, complete at the thirty. He gets to the twenty-five. Burst of speed twenty fifteen, and out of bounds at around the thirteen yard line. A gain of sixteen. For the Panthers, and Justin Ray's got a lot of speed. Yeah, there's that speed because it looked like he was almost, you know, right basically face up with the defender as he caught that football, but then just took him to the edge and was able to get past him and able to get the ball down inside 20 for the Panthers. So a big gain, Elder looking to score as, as we tick to the eight-minute mark. And, Len, this is kind of what we talked about. Is Elder running a little bit of clock here, uh, you know, but not on purpose, just just running good offense. They are first and 10 at the 14. Harp all the way to the left side. Brockterman to the right side along with Justin Ray. They set up with Hamilton back at his 19. Now rolls back. He's rolling to the right with the blitz coming, just throws it into the ground, and he's knocked down that time by number 48 is Pelopeslowski making the getting right in his face. Yeah, Nicholas Kalum was was also there just providing there was nowhere for for Hamilton to scramble to, and he had to really get that ball downfield as best he could. But we're going to get a holding penalty here actually on football north in the defensive backfield that's going to move that that football up for the Panthers. So take away the the QB pressure, you know, on that one and the throwaway, and you're going to move the ball up for the Panthers, make this a, a, a nice first down here in short and give Elder a great opportunity to get a score. They mark it right around the seven-yard line. And the Panthers with 8.13 to go here in the third quarter. They lead it 28-14. to First and two, they mark it at the seven-yard line. So they get uh, two yards and a first down, and they can go first and goal here. Let's see. they got two wide receivers to the right. They've got Ramsey in the backfield. He's he's at his 11 in the shotgun. And now runs across the 10. He's to the 5. And he's into about the 2-yard line. And now rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Elder Panthers, 7 yards. Drew Ramsey just went in with the team. Drew Ramsey went in, had a host of Football North defenders kind of wrap him up. And then enough Elder guys kind of get onto the pile and push that one into the end zone. What looked like probably going to die out at about the one-yard line. Ended up getting pushed in, so the Panthers looking to extend that lead. But another good job, just great blocking, a great drive. I mean, a really good drive. If you look at it as a, as a collective set of plays, it just what Elder's offense can do when they're efficient and they're in a rhythm and everybody knows their responsibilities. Auden Reeve to hold this one, and it's Maurer. The kick is up, and this one is good. So with 8.06 to go in the third quarter, it's Elder now 35, and Football North 14 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. 
and your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal on a Friday night. The Panthers have a 35-14 to lead thanks to another touchdown by Drew Ramsey, his second rushing touchdown of the game, this time a seven-yard touchdown run where he took almost the entire defensive backfield into the end zone with him uh, for Football North. Very successful uh, offensive drive coming out of halftime. I mean, that's what you do. You talk about this at halftime. You talk about the adjustments you want to make, what you want to do, and you want to execute that plan when you walk out of the locker room just really to, to make sure your guys' heads are in the right spot, and Elder did just that. Mauer will look to kick this one off from left to right, and we'll put this one way back into the end zone as he does a very good job of doing that. Hoding Realty is proud to bring you Elder Panther football. The next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one, call one of these Elder grads and Hoding team members, John Barth, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Tim Overmeyer, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realtor for all your realty needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at hoting.com. That's H-O-E-T-I-N-G.com. 806 remaining here in the third quarter. Football North getting another chance here. They've got it first and 10 at the 20, three wide to the right, setting up the quarterback keeper across the 20, and he gets to the 24-yard line before he's taken down by Nathan Scherer. A good play there by the Panthers. Yeah, Scherer spinning. Uh, Scherer on that tackle, uh, making a play, but Elders defense, this would be a big one for them. You get come off of the, the high of the big interception, setting up the touchdown right before the half for the Panthers. So now, again, you talked at, at, at halftime, your changes, now execute your plan. Because Elders defense is one of those, those groups. They do a great job. I mean, you take that Moeller game, and some people look at it and say, well, you know, that was tough. But neither team yeah. was really successful. But Elder's defense has has their ability to make some big play stops. And now with a second and six at the 24, the handoff up the middle and a ground to the 25-yard line, a gain of about a yard. But that's a, about it. A bunch of Panthers stacking up on that one. Yeah, Josh Dugan was the first one to the pile. Just really, he's done that a couple times tonight where he's been the first guy to wrap up in the hole and make the big play. Third and four at the 26-yard line for football north. 6.59 left here in quarter number three. The Panthers lead it 35-14. to 14. Two wide receivers off to the right side, including Terrell Jr. And one to make that two to the left side. Shotgun formation for Wither back. And now we get a flag down at the 24-yard line. And a false start is on uh, football north. Pet Want sells fresh pet foods by the pound. And it's made locally in Ohio and with free next-day delivery. Visit online at PetWantsCincyWest.com. 6.43 remaining here in the third quarter. Panthers with that 35-14 lead. It'll be third and nine coming up now at the 21-yard line for Football North. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left. Shotgun for Wither. He's back at his 15-yard line, now steps up to throw and throws to the right side. It's complete at the 25-yard line for McCharles. And McCharles... uh, 
going to have a fourth down coming up. They got it to the 26-yard line. Great tackle on a play by Tyler McCoy. I mean, he was just able to, to come up, and even though his coverage, he wasn't right on the spot to break up the play, he was able to close and make sure that there was no big gain after that catch wrapped up in an open field tackle, forcing a punt. And we know that so far, so Zach Gutekunst is back, but Walter Zerbe, I mean, he's had a couple of big punts. His last punt was kind of a knuckleball to the sideline, so let's see what this one brings. He's at his... About 14, 13-yard line to punt this one away. 5.44 and counting. Gets the snap and now ready to punt this one away. And he kicks this one. It's going to be a short kick. This one just goes into the stands at around the 44-yard line. So the Panthers are going to get a good field position into football north territory. That yeah. one went off the side of the foot. Oh, yeah, that one went off the side of the foot bad. It had a bad spin on it and a little bit of a high snap. So he had to go up. I mean, you remember that first punt that he had was – a boomer that flipped the field. I mean, amazingly, took it all the way down to about the 14-yard the line. But since then, he hasn't been able to, to replicate that on his kick. So I don't know if he's trying too hard to replicate that because, you know, like I said, the last one that he had was a real bad knuckleball. Didn't really move at all in the air. And then this last one just bad off the side of the foot. I mean, they're going to mark it at the 30. Wow. That really, you know, it's funny. It hit the stands and it went right. So, I. You know, you, you couldn't see from up up here, but it's a first down and 10 for the Panthers at the 30-yard line. Hamilton's got Auten Reeve to his right. So Ramsey is off to the left side as a wide receiver. They're going to go in motion with Harp now, and now Kirch will step away. And the shotgun snap at the 30, and now looking as Hamilton steps up, throws down the field. He's got Ray open, and it is incomplete. Just a little too far for Justin Ray. And that play, I was uh, looking at that that uh, run pass option, trying to get it out. You take Harp in motion. He goes wide. He gets out the curse. Curse then goes in and sets. You look to, to throw that quick dump off to the sideline of Ramsey, but Ray's running up the seam again, and nobody covers him, and that ball was, was right in his hands in the end zone. I mean, just, yeah, he had to go make a play on it, but, I mean, that that's that's – he made that big play earlier. We got a foot in bounds, but the last three that he's had have been really close plays, and he just hasn't been able to grab one. Three wide to the right and one to the left side. Setting up is Hamilton back at his 37. The throw is complete across the 25 to the 20-yard line to Justin Ray, and Ray gets uh, close to the first down marker. We'll see where they mark it. I think it's going to be short of a yard. So third and one coming up for the Panthers. Right around the 21-yard line. 5-10 and counting in the third quarter. The Panthers have a 35-14 lead. That time, Ray was able to get the catch. Yeah, he did make the catch there, and he did have one earlier, but, you know, the three I'm talking about, there were a couple yeah. that were, could have oh, been big, were... booming plays that were just at his fingertips. Now, sorry, watch Andrew Harp to the left side at the 21, but Ramsey's going to get this snap. He's going to run it, and he gets to back. I don't know. They're, He's not they're not going to get, get it. I don't think so. He did not get a yard. He he got back, if anything, to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be fourth down. Maybe they're going to say he lost a yard. Yeah, he did. That was uh, trying to get it out of the bottom of that pile. That, that's going to be uh, Nicholas Kaloum was the first guy in on that hit and was able to wrap him up and pull him back. So he was able to just slide off of his block and meet Ramsey before he could get there. So this is a fourth and short, fourth and one. Very makeable for the Panthers. They've done it before. They had that big push on that last drive into the end zone so that's what you need on this play unless they're going to you know do one where they just pull it right out of the gut and dump it off to the side this time hamilton is in the backfield they go ramsey to the right they're going to go wider and then a lot of movement and and what happened there 
Didn't even get the snap off, and everybody was moving. Yeah, and we're going to go ahead. I think we're going to back this one up on the Panthers here as far as is the officiating crew. Yeah, you can get a false start and back this one up. So it's now instead of being a fourth and one, now you're looking at a fourth and six. So just, just a little bit, a little too antsy there trying to, make, you know, fire off the ball first in, in from the line to get that pickup. So now fourth and six, still makeable, still incredibly makeable from this distance. Justin Ray and Myris now coming into the game. Myris will line up to the right side, and they'll set up with a fourth and six at the 26. It's Hamilton. He's got Ray. Now Ray's going to run to the right side along with Harp. they got two to the left side, looking right. And now looking left and across the middle, it's Ramsey. 20, complete 15-yard line and a first down for the Panthers right around the 15-yard line. And there's that man again. Yeah, Eunice Larry was in coverage, and he just couldn't keep up with him. I mean, he was a step behind him as Ramsey again just finds his way running those crossing routes through the middle and uses almost guys, uh, other linebackers as picks for each other. They're trying to trade him off and pass him down the line, and Ramsey just gets ahead, and Hamilton keeps keeps finding him, so making big plays. 3.20 and counting in the third quarter. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 15-yard line. Ray is lining up wide to the left. They've got two wide receivers to the right side, including Brown and Harp. And now the give for Ramsey. It's going to be Auten Reeb inside the 15 to the 10, and right around the 10-yard line is where Auten Reeb will uh, get it, and that, well, they're going to say 11 yard line, so second and six. Yeah, so as we tick underneath three minutes here, the Panthers have really been dominant on offense in this quarter, just moving the football uh, around on the field and looking right here like they might be able to punch it in again before the end of this quarter. Second down and six, the ball spotted at the 11 yard line. Klusman comes in now. Klusman's going to probably line up to the left side and does. It's going to be Klusman and Ramsey. Ramsey's to the far left. And now we've got Kirch and Harp to the right. Shotgun on the second and six. It's Hamilton back at his 20 to throw. It is in the end zone for the touchdown to the right side. And that's going to be number 85. And that's Myris, I believe, to yep. the right side yep. getting it. Yeah, we made that play. I mean, we've seen the Panthers run that week after week, trying to get that ball over into that, that portion of the end zone. And they make another big play. So the Panthers looking to, with Maurer kick here, put this at a 42-14 to football game uh, so far. Or, or since earlier in the game, this has been a fairly dominant performance for the elder offense. And that's his first touchdown as a Panther right there, 41-14. to 14. Elder with the lead with 224 left. And the kick by Maurer is up, and it is good. So with 224 left in quarter number three, Elder 42. And Football North 14 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans, the doctors of the Westside Office of the Urology Group wish you a great season. If you find yourself standing in the restroom line too often, it can be the pits. But don't worry, doctors Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Westside Office are here for you. They can keep you in the pit instead of in line this season. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support Elder Football. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here on a Friday night. It's Elder Football, week number nine of the high school season, and the Panthers playing football north. They lead it 42-14 as... Uh, pretty exciting for uh, 
Josh Myris gets an 11-yard touchdown, kind of just getting put on the roster from JV. And now setting up, it'll be Maurer to kick this one off, and let's see, and he does it again, puts it out of the end zone. And the Panthers will, again, it'll be Football North starting at their 20-yard line. First ice for the Cyclones is October the 30th. So get your full season or partial season tickets now. Heritage Bank Arena will be rocking again this season. So visit CyclonesHockey.com for schedules, promotions, and fun. Cyclones Hockey, it's more than just a game. In this game, 224 left in the third quarter. Panthers just really dominating here in the third quarter. Yeah, this would be the time. Football North, got to make something of this last two minutes in the third quarter. Move that football, get some momentum going. They can make some big plays. The last time they were here, you know, the fourth quarter, they had a couple of big scores. So let's see what this brings. And the quarterback throw is incomplete. It was intended for Tyrell Jr. It was one of the quick plays trying to get uh, the Panthers sleeping, but uh, Wither just threw that one on the ground. Yeah, no way to make that catch. I mean, that ball basically hit him right in the feet. Uh, on that one where they had to get rid of that one very quickly. And they'll set up with a second down and 10 at the 20-yard line. 2.20 to go in the third quarter. Panthers have a 42-14 lead. And two wide receivers set up to the right side for Football North and one to the left. Wither, shotgun. And now looks and gives the handoff up the middle, and and that's a Sergeant, I believe, across the 20-yard line. And not much more than that. It was actually uh, Zeoli, uh, number eight. Malloy Zeoli. Cher, Volkerdine, and uh, Freeman on the tackle for the Panthers. And the Panthers, again, here comes that third quarter lineup in. Get a little bit of a rush. Kirsch and, and Arnold and uh, Ramsey and, and McCoy coming in. So it gives them a little bit more pressure, put spinning down on the line. I know we keep mentioning it, but it's been effective for the Panthers. Third and nine from the 21-yard line. Two wide right, two wide left. Shotgun setting up with her. Back at his 11. Now looks to throw. And Spinney got him from behind as a fumble. And let's see. Did I think Football North got it back right around the 12-yard line. But Spinney did a good job. Yeah, Spinney came in. So like he, he's lining up on the line of scrimmage. But he is coming in as a stand-up end. And on that one there, he rushed into the tackle and took his inside shoulder. You know, typically uh, offensive lineman's not expecting that uh, or getting some help from the guard, but the Panthers able to go hat for hat. So, therefore, Spinney just attacked that inside shoulder and was able to make a, a straight run to the, the quarterback. Ramsey had his contain, so there wouldn't have been an issue there, but causing, forcing the uh, forcing a punt. Spinney had an earlier interception, too. He's done a good job today. Fourth and 18 at the 12. He's going to line up back at his end zone to punt this one away. He had a, a kick off the side of his foot last time, but he does have a big booming leg. And let's see, this time he kicks it, and it's going to be another short kick, but bounce around the right around the 48 of Elder. So uh, that one goes out of bounds, and we'll see where they eventually mark it. But it went outside. Uh, but the Panthers, again, getting good field position. They've done a good job on defense, and their offense has been looking good. And so now with 36 seconds to go here in the third quarter, the Panthers, again, we saw last time, remember at that halftime, we said, hey, maybe they'll just take a shot. And that was when they tried to hit that one with with Ray down the seam. So let's see if they do that, because if they can punch one in here quick, we enter into running clock territory. Yeah, so first and 10 at the 47, we've got Ramsey and Broxerman to the left side. They've got Mikey Kirch and Harp to the right side. Hamilton's got Auten Reeb to his right and around the 42. Gives it to Auten Reeb 
at the 45, and he's going to be tackled backwards to the 43-yard line as Football North does a good job of, of seeing that one. And number 36 on the tackle, uh, Finlater, making the tackle, Ishmael Finlater. So right now, a 40, right around the 44-yard line, the Panthers have a second down and 13. A little crowd noise there with thanking the seniors. Tonight yeah. is senior night. Senior night for everybody, for the football team, for the band. Uh, and we've had senior nights for all other sports. Tomorrow, senior night for cross country, or senior day for cross country at the GCL meet. But tonight, senior night in a great way. These seniors to heading into the fourth quarter up 42-14. to 14. And we'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. This is Archbishop Dennis Schnur. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the pit. It's Len Harvey, and it is uh, Phil Bengal. How can I forget the great, the legendary Phil the Thrill Bengal? And it's 42-14. to 14. The Panthers getting a touchdown. Josh uh, Marius getting the touchdown, 11-yard reception, his first one of the year, and uh, just getting a chance to uh, get into the ball game. And the Panthers have, uh, it'll be a second down and 13, right around the 44-yard line. 42-14 is the score, just starting the fourth quarter. Two wide receivers to the right for the Panthers, two to the left side. Hamilton has had a great game. He's back at his 39-yard line of the shotgun. He goes in motion. It's Mary, Marius goes in motion. And now the throw. It's complete to Kirch at the 45 to the 50, and he's into football north territory right around the 44-yard line. So the Panthers get another nice play that time mikey kirch yeah kirch gets a, a little tight end screen across the middle and, and takes it gets upfield hamilton takes a hit as he's thrown again and, and uh comes up with that one a good good throw good really i mean that kind of tells you too why that screen is open because you let guys rush up field uh so on this one though hamilton's going to come out real quick so ramsey's going to be lined up under center for this and we've seen this one go as, as a run to either otten reeb or, or ramsey unless they're going to dish it out and it's going to be Ramsey across to try to get there. 45. He's he's going to just about get there. It's going to be pretty close. He, he looked like he got the ball across the 45-yard line, so I think they might have to measure this one, Phil. And they're going to say no. They're going to say no, he did not get it. Uh, they're going to say fourth and close to two for the Panthers. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a, a very, again, gainable two. It's something that Elders offense has been able to do. And one of the things that I, I like is in this game is 42-14. I mean, obviously you're not going to punt at, at this point, point here, but these are the type of situations you can't practice during the week, the fourth and twos of really making sure you execute in those short yardage situations. Fourth and two at the 45, three wide to the right and one to the left side. It's setting up Hamilton back at his 47 as he rolls the throw, and it is complete. And it's out to the 35, to the 30, oh. and he finally, it, Justin Ray almost broke it at the 25-yard line. Just missed that one. Alexander Haylock, I, he, he grabbed enough jersey there to really knock Ray down. So Ray 
Ray not able to pick up. It looked like he was going to turn the corner, and that was going to be a quick six for the Panthers. But uh, nothing there on that one other than a, a nice gain again for Justin Ray and, and good throw by Ben Hamilton. First and 10 at the 26-yard line for the Panthers. Two wide receivers to the left side, and now they're going to go with Ramsey to the left side. Hamilton give to Auten Reeb, and Auten Reeb inside the 25 to about the 24-yard line where he's taken down. I wanted to just look at these numbers at the end of three quarters. Uh, Hamilton, another pass before that, but 23 of 29, Phil. 383 yards and four touchdowns for Ben Hamilton. Yeah, he's doing a great job, just just making a lot of plays, throwing a lot of balls, and really, if you look at his collective numbers of the past three games, it's incredibly impressive. Oh. Just the amount of yards that he's been able to put up uh, offensively. You know, Ben Hamilton, and the thing is, is sometimes he's quietly doing it because it's it's behind the the other names who are making those big plays like Harp in the Muller game and, and Ramsey, obviously. In, some, in many of these games. There's the give to Ramsey to the right on the second. Now we got a flag down. This one's probably going to be coming back for holding on the second down and eight at the 45. Now Ramsey has 13 catches, 132 yards. That is 31 receptions in the last two games for Ramsey. So that's, that's, that's a lot very, of work. That's, that's, a, yeah, that's, that's overtime. A, that's a lot of work uh, for him in, in coming. And, you know, it's one of those things as you look at it. I mean, you talk about it in all your sports, but coming – together at the end of the season is is really important you, you know you put together a collective work of your 10 games but if you're able to to really come on come on as you're entering into the playoffs and start making a lot of plays like this that's good for the panthers and it seems like their offense has been clicking over the past three weeks so we do have a quick timeout here for an injured player on, on football north so both teams go to their sideline and uh we'll uh we'll, we'll see what happens here For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota, has crafted and distributed premium footwear for working outdoor. And now with the Red Wing Shoe Store Ultimate Fit Experience, you'll receive state-of-the-art scanning, and that's foot scanning, fitting, and products best suited for your work environment. Get the Ultimate Fit Experience at one of five Cincinnati Red Wing Shoe locations, Western Hills, Florence, Kentucky, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. Nine minutes and ten seconds remaining. Here in the fourth quarter, Panthers have a 42-14 to 14 lead. It'll be second and 21 for the Panthers right around the 37-yard line of football north. They've got three wide receivers to the left side, one to the right side. Hamilton's back at his 42 and now steps around the 44, looks to throw, and that's going to be out of bounds. He was looking, intending for West Milia. Yeah, West Malillo on that one. You're getting the senior in. And that's, a, you know, you've seen a couple of different guys that the Panthers are trying to uh, uh, throw in in a couple of different situations as we sit at the 847 mark in a 42-14 to 14 game. I mean, this is a chance for the Panthers to, to sub a few guys in in a couple of spots. And the thing is, is you look out there on the field and you think that, uh, you know, elder starters are still in the game at 42. Well, a lot a lot of those guys are seniors. Yeah. I mean, so they're getting the opportunity at senior night and getting to play, and, and some of the, the younger guys aren't, aren't uh, getting onto the field here in this football game. Third and 21 at the 37. Hamilton looking to throw. Throws it down, and it is a good caught at the 16. What a catch by Harp. One-handed. There's that one-handed grab again by Harp. Just, just something that we've seen a couple of times this season, you know, last season as well, too. But just a, a nicely thrown ball by Hamilton. And Harp just able to get enough separation to, to make a play and, and go out there and get something done. They're going to mark him at the 18-yard line, but a nice catch and a 
And it'll be fourth down and one now for the Panthers. So much more manageable fourth down. Just missed the first down there. They set up with two wide receivers to the left side. They go setting up now with Auten Reeve to the left side. And looking Hamilton, it throws complete. Malio, it's inside the 15. He's got a first down, and he's close to the 10-yard line, still moving down to the 9-yard line. It's a good job. I mean, it's a good play, good fight there by the Panthers. Wes Malillo trying to, to pick up the first down and, and tackle on that play. Rye Pezlowski on that one did a good job fighting, too. I mean, that, that's what you came here for. He came here to play a football game. And you guys, uh, you know, still fighting in football north as the uh, Panthers right now look poised to, to put another score in. Yeah, Malillo with a good game, and that was a nice play. As you mentioned, getting the senior into play. How great is that? I mean, to get in a chance to to come in the game. A first and 10 at the 13-yard line for the Panthers. 42-14, 7.35 remaining. Three wide receivers off to the left side, and we've got another timeout here. We'll take a quick timeout with 7.36 left on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. 7.36 remaining in the fourth quarter. Panthers have this one in hand with a 42-14 lead, and it's just everything's clicking, offense and defense here in the second half. Yeah, and it's the confidence. Next week you're going to have the LaSalle Lancers out at LaSalle, and, you know, we, we've talked about records and stuff in GCL South, and any time that team, teams play each other, it always sounds cliche, but... You know, you never know who's going to win. It doesn't really matter what happened the previous week or throughout the season. So they know that going out to to North Bend, North Bend next week is going to be a, a tough road. So this is good for the Panthers, good confidence here as they've made some wholesale changes on offense. And Ben Schuster now give it to Auten Reeb, and Auten Reeb doesn't get much as uh, Auten Reeb gets to about the 17-yard line. He might have lost a couple for the Panthers. So Ben Schuster getting a chance to come in the game. He's had to... Some success when he's been in. He's uh, 5 of 6 for 54 yards and a touchdown in the time that he's been in the ball game. So not uh, not too bad for Ben. Yeah, David Gruen uh, in the football game uh, as well for the Panthers. Uh, I see Carson Brown uh, is uh, subbed into, into the game as well. Yeah, Auden Reeb will still be in the backfield. They're also, uh, they've got, uh, as you mentioned, Gruen in the backfield. will be off to the right side. Malillo off to the right as well. They've got two wide receivers to the left side, including uh, down earlier is Myris. And now not much doing there as a give up to Auten Reeb again, this time at the 20-yard line and a loss of a couple on that one. That's a big tackle again by Nick Nicholas Colum, a guy whose name we've been calling an awful lot for football north. He does a good job making reads, really filling a hole and getting some separation. So, you know, this opportunity right now, I mean, I know that guys are changing. They're subbing some guys in and out, uh, you know, but take your take your chances to, to make your plays. Set up with 6-16 left here in this f- fourth quarter, third and 17 for the Panthers at the 21-yard line. Schuster quarterback, two wide receivers to the left side. Auten Reeb in the backfield. 
And now the give fake, and it's Schuster complete. Melillo inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. And Melillo gets another another catch. And like to thank uh, Price Hill Chili tonight for uh, what was a very good dinner at the, in the press box tonight. Yeah, yeah, wings and sandwiches. You know, Price Hill Chili, obviously a, a staple when it comes to you're talking about uh, Elder High School and, and being around here. So we thank them for bringing up uh, uh, some food for us here in the press box. Absolutely. You, gotta, you know, they we, we're always better when we're fed. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the way I always say. You, but don't feed the, you know, don't feed the animals. So they got three wide receivers to the right and two to the left side. Schuster on this fourth and 11 at the 15-yard line. Brown in motion. Now looking Schuster. And Schuster's going to run it. And he is going to be tackled at the 18-yard line. Uh, kind of stacked up there. So it'll be football north ball with 5.53 remaining. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it's Skyline time. There's no better west side tradition than Skyline Chili before or after the game. Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Dent or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. 5.53 remaining in this one, Phil. And, you know, we talked about next week. And one thing that you don't want to do in a game like that, you want to obviously stay healthy. Uh, Going to get Luke Flowers back. I would, I would think... You know, he has a shot to play next week, but will he? That's the question. Yeah, and, and you know, sometimes you, you, you just it's week by week. So next week we'll see where it gets uh, the Panthers from here. And the handoff is up to Milroy Malloy Zioli. We'll get the carry this time for Football North. Gets five yards, and he'll bring it to the to the 21. Josh Dugan with the tackle for the Panthers. As Elders made some defensive substitutions as well. Second and five. They spot it right around the 22. And now again, Malloy going to carry it across the 25. He's to the 30, and he's out to the 33-yard line. So a gain of the first down, and there is a, that was a tackle by Nicholas Coleman. Yeah, Nicholas Coleman and Mikey Kaufman make a play for the Panthers there. First and 10 at the 32-yard line, 518 left. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right side. Shotgun formation. Setting up now, looking to throw, and throws it is going to be complete. Let's see, it looked a little short, right around the 39-yard line. But I think they're going to say McCharles got it. Now you're going to they're going to call it incomplete. Oh, no, they so, yeah, did. It's yeah. coming back. I think the 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 team thought it was a complete pass, and they were moving up to the ball. But the official signaled an incomplete pass on that one pretty quickly. So, uh, it, Elders defense here looking at a, a second and ten from the 32. 5.06 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Second and 10 from the 33-yard line for football north. 42-14, the Panthers have the lead. Three wide receivers off to the left and one to the right side. They set up now with Wither shotgun. Back at his 25, steps up to throw. It is incomplete, intended for Charles, and we're going to get a flag down right around the 47-yard line. And that looks like a pass interference against the Panthers. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna call that one. There's a little bit of contact. I think Panthers are we're looking to see if the ball is tipped because it tipped and that there's nothing there. But they're gonna they're gonna not gonna talk about it. They're just gonna go ahead and mark it off here as we get to the five minute mark. And it seems like we've been in this fourth quarter. It's just been dragging on here. As you have a lot, you have some penalties. We got a lot of trading of the. Uh, Trading, trading of hands with the football and, and incomplete passes. So this is just still plenty of time left for football north to try to get at least one more one more score. And they go in motion. The quarterback's going to keep it, and he gets to the 49 of Elder on that one on the first down carry. So with 440 remaining, navigating 
This exciting real estate market takes experience, and your West Side experts is Caldwell Banker. Buying your dream home or selling your current home is skillfully guided by your Caldwell Banker agent, 922-9400, or visit them on the web at cbhomes.com. 425 remaining, and it's a second down and six at the 49. With her back to throw, back at his 42, and it's complete across the Elder 40 to the 33-yard line. And that was complete to Andrew Reese. Josh Dugan and Nick Heisel on the tackle for the Panthers. Previous play, uh, Schmidt with the tackle for the Panthers. But uh, Football North trying to trying to get one in, going going to huddle. Three wide left and one wide right. Four or three left. First and ten at the 33. They look at the, the sidelines. And now setting up. Looking as Wither. Back at his 40, looks to throw, and it is complete to the elder 19-yard line. And that was Stebbings on the reception for Football North. First and 10, now marked it at the elder 19. Three wide receivers to the left and one to the right. 42-14, elder with the lead. And there's the give, not much doing there this time for Malloy Zioli. Josh Dugan again on the, the final wrap-up there as this clock gets under 3.30 to go. Football North desperately trying to, to get out of Cincinnati with one more score, you know, in this football game as they've been held scoreless since uh, since the half, really. I mean, it's, it's, and they had a couple of opportunities there to, to move the football and just haven't really been able to get their offense going again. Second and 11 from the Elder 20, two wide to the left and two to the right. Three-minute mark now of the fourth quarter. With her back at his 28, now rolls to the right, going to run it 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, rolling to the left, still with the football, trying to get in the end zone, and does. 20-yard touchdown for the quarterback uh, as he gets his second touchdown of the game. Uh, this time 20 yards. Wither gets in the end zone. So just like you said, Phil, they get their touchdown right before they leave Cincinnati with 2.50 to go. They got that long bus ride up to Canada. Yeah, and Wither able to, to scramble around it and make a big play there and, and get in. So, two, the other thing is, that why not? Right now, they're going to go ahead. They're, they're going to go for two on this. I mean, why not? Yeah. You know, there's nothing to lose at this point. So, they're going to work on their, their short game here. And, and Wither on that last touchdown, though, did a nice job scrambling around. Elders defense just couldn't find him and bring him down. Yeah, he kept the, He kind of went back towards the middle of the field and got into the end zone. Two wide receivers to the right on this this uh, two-point conversion. Wither gets the snap, and now Wither rolling to the right, looking to throw, and throws it over, throws. He had the man open. He had, uh, it was pretty, uh, Tyrell Jr. had a chance there. So 2.50 to go, fourth quarter. We'll take a timeout. It's 42 to 20, Elder with the lead. <gasps> Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. <laughs> And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal and the Panthers have a 42-20 to lead, but it was Football North getting into the end zone. A 20-yard uh, run by Wither. The two-point conversion was no good. And it's 42-20, to and Football North will be kicking off. 
to the Panthers. And we'll set up here. And this one's a short kick taken. Camera, let's see. Let's see if Football North tried to get it. Yeah, a little onside yeah. went right between the legs of Chris Camera, but Elder was able to, to to fall on that. So Elder's going to bring its uh, bring its offensive unit out here for the last 247, uh, and, and try to really you know work the clock here, own the clock, and, and finish this football game out. And Elder's going to actually going to go ahead and roll this clock right now. Yeah, I mean with uh, 241 left, the the Panthers have a 42 to 20 lead. Look no further than Hemlock Hills Resort Rentals. For the top-of-the-line vacation cabins throughout the Smoky Mountains, from the small couples' cabins to large family reunion units, view them all at hemlockhillscabinrentals.com. First and ten for the Panthers at the 47-yard line. Ben Schoester, uh, quarterback. They've got one wide to the right, one to the left side, and Schoester going to give it to Auten Reeve. Auten Reeve uh, carries it into uh, Football North Territory at the 45-yard line. So on that first down carry, it'll be second down and two for the Panthers with two minutes remaining in this one. Don't forget, coming up after the game, it's Prep Sports Radio Network game night. Roosters on on uh, Crookshank um, with uh, Steve, Tom, and Mark uh, going to have uh, the prep, going to have everything there. So uh, make sure you head out after the game and go to Roosters. Their hey, wings are really should good. Should have a lot of yeah. scores, too, since some of the games started early tonight yeah. for all that severe weather. Second down and four, uh, two rather, at the 45, and the give is to Auten Reeb. He gets back to the line of scrimmage, so it'll be third down coming up for the Panthers with a minute 25 to go in this fourth quarter. We'll also, Phil and I will be picking the Cooper Electric star of the game coming up after the game as well. But uh, take a ride out. Uh, Roosters is, uh, is a good place. They've got good wings, uh, good food, and uh, come out and uh, see us uh, with the Prep Sports Radio Network game night and uh, – Stop by and say hello. Two wide receivers now. They'll set up to the right side with one minute to go in this fourth quarter. Schoester, lone setback as he'll set back and he'll take it himself. He gets inside the 45 and now to the 42-yard line, and that will be enough for an Elder Panther first down with 51 seconds remaining. Yeah, Schuster with a nice cutback. Initially heads to the right, cut back to his left, found his blockers and able to pick up that first down, so move the chains. Uh, but, again, this clock is rolling, so there hasn't been any stopping, and we're getting to the 40-second mark here, so I can see the Panthers run one, and then we'll be uh, be finished and moving on to, to the Lancers of LaSalle. Yeah, 30 seconds. It should be uh, most, most likely the final play. First and 10 at the 42-yard line. Schoester, and the give is to Auten Reeb. Auten Reeb inside the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! 42 yards, Auten Reeb. I mean, and that's one of those ones. I mean, I know what's going on, and there's 16 seconds to go, but, you know, good blocking by the Elder Panthers on that one and, and Football North just not making a play. I mean, you can't expect Ottenry to go just take a knee at the one, so he's able to go ahead and punch that one in, so the Panthers able to get another score. 16 seconds remaining. Ottenry with a 42-yard touchdown run. And now they're looking and seeing if they're going to kick this one. They can't figure out who to put on the field here, and Auten Reeve is going to come out. Auten Reeve just, you know, ran, scored a touchdown, and he's the holder, and he, he came out. Uh, and so we're going to go to with uh, with a different kicker Max, here. Yeah, Max. Max Lamaster. Yeah, Lamasters is going to try to kick this extra point, and the kick is up, and it is good. So with 16 seconds left, we'll take a timeout. The Panthers lead it 49 to 20. 
on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Welcome back is Len Harvey and Phil Bengal as the clock uh, is running with 12 seconds and they lead it 49 to 20 Elder does and they're not going to get another playoff and that will be the final score. The Elder Panthers win this one till 49 to 20 and we're going to come back and we'll talk about this and get the Cooper Electric star of the game coming up but 49 to 20 is your final score so uh, didn't they had the running clock and they just uh, basically, just let it go. So we'll we'll come back. We'll wrap this up from here. And don't forget, Prep Sports Radio Network game night is coming up. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, on the web at Hoding.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the pit. It was a glorious night for the Panthers. They went at 49-20. Panthers do a great job, but it was all due to the Cooper Electric star of the game, and that is Ben Hamilton, who went 27 of 34 for 438 yards and four touchdowns, Phil Bengal. That's a work right there. Yeah, Ben Hamilton has been putting up some big numbers the past couple of weeks, sitting in the pocket you know, at times, taking some hits and making some big plays. But at the same breath, he's also out there with guys, you know, like splitting time with Drew Ramsey, who's getting a lot of his catches in place. So sometimes his name is called more, and you hear that. And this is one of those opportunities where Ben Hamilton – Get, get, has a great game tonight. Had a great game, uh, you know, looking at his numbers against Ron Colley and Moeller. So he, he's really seeming to be working his mojo right now heading into LaSalle. 68 completions for, for Ben Hamilton in the last two weeks, Phil. That's, that, impre- that's incredibly impressive. <laughs> and the numbers, too, the yardage as well is yeah. just, it's just super, super for him. So Ben Hamilton having a great week. Great senior night. Great job with the Panthers. Good senior night for them. Way to end it out. But Still got next week. Go out to LaSalle. Got to win that one. Uh, beat the Lancers. You know, nice. be nice for the Panthers to get two GCL South wins uh, and be in that position uh, moving into the playoffs. 
Drew Ramsey, another good game. He had 13 catches, 132 yards. He also scored two touchdowns on the ground. A couple of big plays early on. It was Kluzman, 80-yard touchdown from Hamilton. Also a big play, Broxerman, a 62-yard touchdown catch, uh, which led to the three-yard line when Ramsey went in. Justin Ray had a 16-yard touchdown. Andrew Spinney, a big interception. Andrew Harp, a seven-yard touchdown. Uh, And it was Josh Myris uh, with an 11-yard touchdown, his first touchdown as a Panther. And Alton Reeve gets a 42-yard touchdown to end it for the Panthers. They win it 49-20. to Phil, any last thoughts? No, I think the biggest thing is that Elder's got to be ready next week for LaSalle. LaSalle's trying to, you know, finish their season on a big note at home. Elder wants to get a win out there, and they have a lot of positive momentum going into the playoffs. So tune in to the, the postgame show after this, find out where Elder possibly could be, and, and uh, you know, see what's go- up next for the Panthers. Well, thanks to uh, Mark Bengel, to Steve Bengel, to Tom Kenny. Thanks to Matthew Robin, the golf coach, for joining us uh, in the second quarter. Did a nice job uh, talking about going to state for golf. So uh, hopefully they'll bring back a state championship. Thanks to Paul back at the studio doing a great job as always. Thanks to you, the listener. Once again, the final score, the Elder Panthers 49 and Football North 20. Next week we're back again on a Friday night to close out the regular season as Elder travels to on North Bend Road to LaSalle High School and takes on the LaSalle Lancers with a 7 o'clock kickoff and 6.30 pregame show. For Phil Bengal, I'm Len Harvey. So long from the pit. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's the Prep Sports Radio Network game night from Roosters on Crookshank with Steve, Tom, and Mark. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by the Urology Group, the Lucian Schuster team with Morgan Stanley, Holding Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy, Fuller Information Systems, Ron's Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Cooper Electric, and Rooster's Wings. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. It's time for Prep Sports Radio Game Night. Brought to you by Rooster's Restaurant, a fun, casual joint. And now, for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores, let's go live to Rooster's Restaurant at 5050 Crookshank Road at Glenway with your hosts, Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Hello and welcome out to Roosters on Boudinho. A big win tonight for the Elder Panthers, 49-20. to 20, And uh, that's more like it, guys. Uh, last week, you looked at the stats. We saw the film. And even Doug Ramsey was saying, look, we played a good game. And it just didn't, they didn't win the game. Tonight, they put it together. And it was, they played a very good quality team. And uh, I don't know what the final stats was. We, we were kind of having a, a slight little... Like normal technical stuff getting on. I, yeah. I couldn't hear the final stats, so hopefully Lenny can bring that out to us. But uh, Ben Hamilton came into the night with uh, 1,800 yards. I know he, he was over 300, so he's got over that 2,000 range. Uh, but another impressive night for Ben Hamilton, a quarterback. And 
and he threw it to a lot of people. He did. And as I was saying at halftime when Elder was ahead 20, 28 to uh, 14, uh, it was senior night, and, and how appropriate was it that uh, Zane Klusman, the senior wide receiver with a touchdown reception, Nick Broxterman, another senior wide receiver with a touchdown reception, Andrew Harp, another senior with a uh, wide receiver with a touchdown reception, and then Drew Ramsey, uh, as he's done all year long, with a run for his touchdown, and, and and Ben Hamilton getting the ball out and getting him to the uh, to, to his fellow seniors. Uh, it was a, it was a really good night. Uh, my those are the offensive stars, Mark. My defensive star is going to go to Andrew Spinney. Uh, the middle linebacker for the Panthers with the key interception. You hear his name a lot. You do, and and you should. Uh, up until Nicholas Paff being injured and lost for the year, leading the team in tackles. Oh, man, what a loss that was. Now Andrew Spinney has taken his place as a leading tackler uh, for the Panthers' defense, and it's just very appropriate that he got that interception with less than two minutes to go in the half, which led to Andrew Harp's uh, four, you know, the fourth touchdown for the Panthers. And then, of course, special teams sound like a broken record, but my star of the game for special teams, once again, is David Maurer. Seven extra points, uh, eight touchbacks. Every time they, he kicked off, it was a touchback. And then a couple unsung heroes, Mike, it was, Mark, it was nice to see uh, Doug Ramsey uh, let some of the seniors get some playing time that haven't before. So it was nice to see Wes uh, Malilo, excuse me, uh, with, a, with a touchdown, a senior wide receiver, get him some playing time. And then the junior uh, fullback, uh, Mark Ottenreeb, uh, with a touchdown. So plenty to be excited about. Uh, Phil said it well when he said uh, positive momentum for the Panthers uh, going into the Week 10 finale at Lancer Stadium. And with this win, and as we said at halftime, with the possibility of Moeller pulling an upset, be a big challenge, but they're playing Lakewood St. Edwards tomorrow afternoon. Elder could get a lot of secondary points and could be solidly uh, in the top eight for in hosting a, a home playoff game in week 11. Tom, one thing you never get tired of is a home game at the pit. Uh, and senior night at the pit, the pomp and ceremony that goes on, you know, the, the, the one bad thing all day long, it, the, the meteorologists, they, they just love to harp on. We, were, we heard rumors of the possible tornadoes, possible hail, possible high wind, possible this, that, that. Yeah, and it's a lot of yeah. lightning, everything. Everything you, you uh, would want to not be involved with, and uh, but nobody looked at, at the, their own radar and, and, and the apps that you can get and, and see. You know, it, it pretty well is clearing in a lot of yeah. the things. and. And unfortunately, it wasn't as big a crowd as you normally see for senior night. And, of course, when you're playing a team from Canada, you're not going to get a lot of their fans down here. Because technically with the the COVID, uh, I don't don't even know how many people from Canada, if if you're allowed to cross the border or if you have to, uh, what do you call that, quarantine for a while or whatever. But uh, that, that it was a great night, great atmosphere. And it was tough standing down there in the the end zone with the, the... the, the Glee Club hamburgers and yeah. hot dogs and brats cooking right behind us. And, uh, oh, here we go. They were smelling very good. They were. And uh, so it's one of those things I really, really, really hope we can 
or you got the win tonight. We needed that. Of course, a win tomorrow if, if uh, somehow, some way, they can uh, knock uh, the Muller Crusaders can knock off St. Ed's, get some points there, and then uh, get a, an away win out at LaSalle. And uh, yeah. we, we will probably be sitting in the uh, the pit again one more time. That's what we want. Absolutely, and 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 it's it, it's 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 encouraging. I guess is a better word. It's encouraging to see Elder transform into a different type of offensive team. Uh, although they did mix in the the run a lot more tonight than we have seen in the recent past, but they did a great job of of controlling the line of scrimmage. The offensive line gave Ben Hamilton plenty of time to get set and, and throw to those wide receivers. And, and when you go across that line where you, the offensive, oh, excuse me, the wide receivers, where uh, uh, Z- uh, Brockstrman, uh, he goes 6'3", and, and Klusman goes 6'3", Andrew Harp goes 6'5", uh, it makes it life a little bit easier for Ben Hamilton when he's got those big targets. And, and he really took advantage of, of, of that time that he had to throw tonight and, and was able to go top over the, over the defense. And they haven't done that in a while. It, it was interesting how when, when Elder came the first drive, how uh, Doug, instead of unthrottling and do, just going throwing, they, they, they were trying to feel yeah. out what football northern would do. This. So they did a kind of a just a probing attack, running and running and running, and, and to see what they were going to do and how they were going to do it. And uh, so the first uh, out of the shoot, it wasn't a, a firecracker, but right. it, it paid off in the long run. Uh, so anyway, so that that's, uh, is an, it was an interesting way to game it started. It was. It was. And it was, it was something that probably gave the offense some confidence, knowing you know, that they could have some success running the ball, too. And what it does is when you're able to run the ball, you know, it freezes the safeties for a split second. It brings the linebackers closer to the line of scrimmage, and it usually opens up more lanes uh, to go over the top, and that's exactly what Ben Hamilton and the elder offense did. Well, Steve, are you ready for some scores yet? Uh, are, uh, are you ready for some scores? Uh, well, let's see. I, you know, I, 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 told, I saw Steve Geis down at the uh, – how well the, do they the, travel? The Beatle uh, show the other night, and uh, he said he was going to be here uh, early. Oh, here he comes out of the kitchen, and uh, we're ready for the Steve Guy's drum line with our scoreboard. Steve, take it All away. Right. And uh, I'll, I'll give you what I got. A lot of scores coming in early because uh, a lot of people were running scared um, uh, from, from the the, 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 the storm. Uh, it never was. That's right. Yeah, I, like I said, I still got salt in my garage from the, the big snowstorm we didn't get <laughs> yeah. in, in the winter. Tastes good but, on uh, a hamburger. Uh, people, yeah. You know, hair on fire weather reporting. Yeah. So anyway, uh, out at uh, Trotwood Madison, LaSalle, 24. Uh, Trotwood Madison, nothing. Elder in the game you heard here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, 49. Football North, 20. Tomorrow, Moeller and St. X uh, travel to uh, Cleveland to uh, finish up. Moeller against St. Ed's, St. X against St. I's. GMC action. Lakota West uh, wins over Coleraine tonight, 21 to 3. Coleraine started the game 3 to nothing, 21 straight points from Lakota uh, West. Uh, and uh, next week, I, I don't have a final on the East score yet. They played Fairfield, but it's the East West showdown next week, and that one's going to be. A lot of uh, I don't know if it's going to play in. It's going to play into uh, the finals in the 
in the GMC and kind of where they, they uh, map uh, fall out in the Division uh, One Region Four playoffs as well. Princeton over Mason tonight, 37 to 14. Princeton uh, finishes the season next week against Colerain, and uh, Mason has Hamilton next week. CHL action is Wyoming all over Finneytown, 49 to nothing. Uh, Wyoming goes to a perfect 9 and 0 and 6 and 0 in uh, CHL, and uh, they face a. Uh, 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 a four and five Madeira next week to close out the season. So most likely Wyoming will uh, go undefeated and uh, be uh, CHL champions as well. They got a well-oiled machine out there in they, Wyoming. They do. The Cow- Cowboys. Cowboys ride. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. All right. So, uh, Save a horse. G- GCL. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Smart as a horse. Yeah, smart as a GCL, horse. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. GCL co-ed action uh, in, in one overtime. Joe, McNicholas Joe Harvin is laughing at home. He is. It Mc, should be. Yeah. McNicholas Rockets came into this game undefeated. They leave the game undefeated. They win 31-30 to 30 over uh, 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 now a 3-4 and Chaminade-Julian team, but they took it to, to one overtime to get that done. Uh, wasn't that easy, or wasn't that much of a squeaker in the Eastern Cincinnati Conference? It was Anderson 72, Loveland 35. Uh, Anderson just, just really rolling up on uh, on Loveland uh, tonight. Kings over Turpin 35 to 12. Kings remains undefeated and a, a perfect uh, 9-0 on the season and 7-0. Um, uh, 7-0 in, in the league. They came into the night in the number two slot in Division Two Region 8 uh, and uh, look to uh, gain on, on that maybe move into the number one slot. Southwest Ohio region action. This one was for all the marbles in Southwest Ohio. Um, Ross came in 6-1, 3-0 in league play. Edgewood came in 5-2, 3-0 in league play. Uh, Edgewood was a not very kind host. They won this one going away 42 to nothing. To, oh my lord! To, to basically get the crown of the Southwest uh, Ohio Conference uh, tonight with the win, Edgewood finishes up with Harrison uh, next week uh, to try to, you know, to, to wrap up the the, the title. Houston Taft, the two number one teams in the the, the CM the, the Cincinnati Metro Athletic Conference. I didn't realize they had two divisions, but they're in the red division. They played Hughes tonight. Hughes came in undefeated, six and zero and three and zero league play. Taft came in 5-2, 3-0 in league play. This was for number one, and uh, Taft went shut out, used 26 to nothing. So Senators. Hughes, senators get the, the, their first loss. I wish the ones in Washington would get some losses, uh, but uh, that's hey, a whole other story. Uh, Miami Valley Conference action was Miami Valley Christian 30, Clark Montessori 20. Roger Bacon remains unbeaten since they joined the Miami Valley Conference. Uh, they're now 4-0 on the season. They win 45-6 over Summit Country Day. Southern Buckeye Athletic and uh, Academic Conference. Uh, you made that up. I did not. <laughs> I did academic not Conference? Athletic and Academic Conference. Uh, okay. It's the SBAAC. <laughs> East Clinton, 45, Claremont Northeastern, 7. That's good to me. Yeah. Uh, Blanchester, 55, Fayetteville Perry, 35. In uh, the other action, it was uh, Bellbrook, 42, Monroe, 10. And uh, moving down to Kentucky, uh, 
a couple close ones here tonight in Kentucky. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It was Ryle um, 13, Dixie Heights 12. Wow. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, so, you know, neighbor, you know, Kentucky rivals there. Yeah. Um, and it was Holy Cross uh, 47, Newport 14. Beachwood all over Lloyd 62 to 6. No uh, juggernauts tonight. No juggernauts tonight. Well, it was kind of unfair that, you know, you know, the whole Beachwood team against Lloyd. One, one guy. Lloyd yeah. about 10 other yeah. Lloyds. Yeah. Well, this Lloyd you know. didn't have a chance. Yeah. yeah. Lloyd no the butler. Yeah. <laughs> Not the juggernaut. Not the juggernaut. Bishop Brossard remains unbeaten on year 9-0, and and then uh, they're now 3-0 and in the 1A District 5 action in Kentucky with a win tonight over Paris, the whole little daggone city. Oh, uh, my 35, yeah. 36 They gang up on you down there. They do. And, and one, one last score of special interest, two uh, Elder Panthers, uh, Covington Catholic and Highlands squared off tonight, and Covington Catholic... Uh, won that game eight to seven, so over Highlands. But the, uh, and thanks Tom Kennedy for fleshing out the details. Joe Harmon. Joe Harmon, with less than a minute to go, the Highlands lined up for a field goal, and uh, Covington Catholic uh, rushed the line, blocked that field goal, and went on to win eight to seven. And uh, to add add to to the victory, uh, the. Covenant Catholic's coach this week lost his brother to ALS. Oh, wow. So Man. kind of, uh, you know, very emotional night for, for the coach down there. So uh, anyway, that with, those are all the scores we have in good early. Good win for the uh, Colonels. Yeah, good win uh, for the Panthers. Uh, and secondary points yeah. for the Panthers. It's a big night here at Roosters. Uh, a, a legendary rock band of the 70s in the west side of town. Three of the members are here. I got Ralph Schroer on bass, Mike Meese on lead guitar, and Mark Bengal on drums back here. So uh, we we got the Eagle Ash reunion here uh, going on. So uh, that uh, yeah. that doesn't happen often. So uh, it's a don't people get your hopefully, autograph books yeah, out. Hopefully we can get a get a tune and your entire road crew's here too. Oh yeah, we we got my yeah. uh, granddaughters Lily and Lena here tonight, uh, coming up from uh, Tennessee. So glad they are here, and we're going to take our first time out. When we come back, we're going to tear this game down a little bit and talk about what we need to do next week uh, when we head out to North Bend Road, right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistsway.com slash Ohio. 513-401-7531. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. 
Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther football. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. Prep Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, let's go back to Rooster's Restaurant at 5050 Crookshank Road at Glenway with Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. And we are back at Roosters on Crookshank. If you're heading out of Elder, come on out and join us. I tell you, I walked back uh, when I was uh, plugging the equipment in. I got to go through the kitchen and looking at the wonderful uh, the, the chicken wings that were back there. They are monster wings. Foods here is great. So you want to get out here and get yourself some food and enjoy yourself out here. We dodged the rain. We did. Uh, you know, I, I'm looking at the weather radar. There is... Stuff moving up. Uh, if you would have listened to the weather forecasters earlier today, you thought that the world was going to end, and it didn't yeah. happen. And you, it's amazing. Any other job in the country, if you're a forecaster, which I was, you know, yeah, and you forecast to the degree of inaccuracy that the weather people do, you'd be fired on the spot. There's yeah. no and, way you can keep your with job. And the enthusiasm that they do it exactly. with. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, the confidence. They, yeah. they couldn't be more wrong and more enthusiastic about, about it. About it. Yeah. Yeah. It it sells uh, ads. Ads. That's you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a. It's it pays the bills. It, yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we got that out of the way. We'd like to see out here. Like I said, there's uh, three members from a famous rock band from the '70s here tonight too. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, you know, guys. Oh, uh, award-winning rock band. I yeah, I haven't had. got the award yet, but uh, <laughs> you know, we, we had fun. We had fun. But uh, you know, uh, Tom, it, heading out. The last game of the year uh, is Elder LaSalle has been away for the longest time. Uh, LaSalle uh, has been dominant for years, and and now, uh, you know, they're not as strong as they were. Elder's not as strong as they were. So it's going to be a, a, a great GCL battle next week, and it's one that uh, if Elder wants to end this season on a high note, this this is one of those must-win games. It's uh, you know, I, I, you get tired of saying, well, it was a good loss. I mean, they played really well. They could have won. Blah 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 blah. They blah. played hard. They played hard. Yeah, yeah. It, it's time to end that stuff. It's it's time for a win. And I know uh, it. What, what you've been seeing is when we talked about it early on after the Covington Catholic win, we were kind of joking that yeah, hey, Elder is uh, in the playoffs. Uh, you know, and it is funny. We know they're going to be in the playoffs the way it is this year, but. You want that extra home game. But and we also talked about what we need them to do is to get focus on getting better, improve the game, improve the, uh, the things they need to improve on to make them have a strong run in the playoffs. And they have been systematically taking a couple steps forward, a step back, a couple steps forward, a step back, getting better at, at certain things 
Now it's time to put that all together, and it's week 10. This would be, the, the, I guess, the icing on the cake for a season. It really would. And as we talked earlier in the evening, uh, you know, 34-3 and three is the record of uh, the opponents that Elder Face that were the best of the best. St. X, Lakewood St. Ed's, Roncalli, Pickerton Central. 34 and 3. Wow. That was, that's their collective record. Elders, Elder sustains that, if you will. They're 4 and 5 on the year. And I would argue, you name a team locally, uh, going against the schedule that Elder did to come out of here, you know, almost 500. Hard to believe that anybody could. I believe in my heart that Elder is starting to turn, turn the corner. They've redesigned their entire offense. It went from a run offense first to a pass offense. And now, basically, because of injury or, or the opponents or whatever, now they're in more of a mix, like it should be. Tonight they ran the ball to start the game, right. and, and they were able to, to bring the defense in and go over the top. Next week, when I'm looking at some of the stats for the LaSalle Lancers, uh, they're traditionally a good running team. Uh, they're led on the with running backs Jalen Grant, uh, just over 200 yards, and, and the acclaimed Jabron Payne uh, at 211 yards coming into tonight's game. So they're basically a run-first team. Uh, their quarterback at LaSalle is Mason Mattingly coming in tonight, 222 yards. So he doesn't throw it a lot. Yeah. So it's going to be two different styles, right? It's going to be the elder offense, open offense, throwing, throwing, throwing against. And, and the team tonight kind of. The same run, run game was more what they were trying it, to do. It was, and, yeah. and Elder controlled it, put a stop to it. And as I, if I could just quickly, Mark, it looks like uh, LaSalle has some, some good defenders as well. And J.J. Ruffin uh, leads their team with 49 tackles. So, uh, And he's also got four and a half sacks. So once again, it's going to be a traditional GCL game. Uh, LaSalle and Elder know each other so well. Nobody's going to surprise one another. And it's Doug Ramsey keeps saying week after week, eliminate the penalties and make the plays. And I believe in my heart that Elder's starting to show that uh, two out of the last three games where they made plays. They, they played a very good team tonight, and they played a very good game tonight. And, and it all started for the Elder Panthers with that overtime win at home against the Crusaders for Moeller. And I think if, if, if uh, Elder can hold tough, and, and come away with a very hard-fought win next week, uh, there's a very good chance that they could be, uh, you know, possibly in the top four. Who knows? Tom. With, with two home games. In, in an ideal world, what I'd like to see, obviously, Muller, X, and Elder are in Division One, Region Four playoffs. It would be nice to see that the whatever bracket, and we don't know how it's going to play out seating-wise, Joe Harvin yeah. will be here next week to, to do that. But what I would love to see is that Elder would not be playing X or Muller or, or any GCL. Right. We'd love, I'd love to see all the GCL teams line up with the GMC. Uh, go head to head. Go head to head with the them. The first two or three rounds. Clear them out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and go in that direction. That would happen. Absolutely. It yeah. would. Yeah. So it, it, to me, that would be an ideal situation. Or, you know, maybe second round. I mean, there, there's so many different... Way yeah, this oh. will go. I mean, Elder, you, like I said, you could get teamed up uh, round one with who? Who? We don't know yet. Well, in, in a, reflecting on last year during during COVID, and 
number of games we did at the undisclosed location, and, and it seemed like it was fixed. If you remember how the seedings ended up yeah. falling, it, you know, it was like uh, they had, well, they, whatever, but it was all the GCL teams early on facing one another, so the GMC schools didn't have to face all three or four of the GCL schools. They might have only had to face one right. because Exxon Bowler or Elder and whatever were, were playing each other early on, and that's exactly what you're alluding to. And, and that, to me, would be the most entertaining for us GCL fans. I, because, I mean, we, we've, we've talked about it a lot, the, our axe to grind, is that when you have one league, the super league in, in Region 4, that locks everybody yeah. out. So, in other words, if you want to make a Division One schedule, and one league has got almost all the Division One teams, and they lock them up, then you, it forces you to have to, it like does. tomorrow, is it, it right that X and Muller have to travel to Cleveland? Well, it is what it is, but uh, yeah. it, it, it'd be nice if they play tonight, play somebody yeah. local, and that's the way high school games should be. But yeah, it's you know, not the case. Yeah. And apparently, Cleveland and Cuyahoga County the same way because, you know, uh, it, it, you actually could say that the GCL South sh- could or should be expanded by two with Lakewood St. Ed's and Cleveland yeah, State exactly. for as often as they play one another. Or eventually it's going to be Cathedral and Roncalli uh, as well, yeah, you know, in Indianapolis. From Indiana. From Indiana. They face the same issues with yeah. trying to get people and opponents to play. Yeah. Uh, and you, it's funny when you watch enough high school football, everything comes down to the timing and the uh, in uh, how the the, the – uh, the clockwork works with the timing of the players. Uh, you know, you have two, three, four-year starters uh, with Ron Colley. You know, their quarterback was a four-year starter, and all these guys come together. And you, you see how a team, they're blessed with a huge offensive line, a good running game. You know, sometimes blessed, blessed is not the word, but uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. well, shopping and yeah, yeah. 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 Some, some teams go out and get what they need. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you. Uh-oh, but no uh, good. I heard my buddy Bill Levitt in the background I, there. And, I thought uh, you were going to say something about a school on Montgomery Road, and they uh, yeah, cut you right he's off. He's like, no, we don't want that. Yeah. But <laughs> there is, uh, what school would that be? Hmm. That's yeah. not Colerain, is it? Uh, no, no. No, okay. All right. That's, you uh, want to buy a vow? <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to that, uh, you know, when, when Elder won state, you, you saw this you know, the the stars aligned. All of a sudden you had a, a, a quarterback that came up that nobody knew about, Rob Florian, but he had a, an unbelievable ability. You had Bradley Gladhar. You had this yeah. huge line, and, and you know. And then even little guys like Drew the Missile Mets and, and all these people just built this they did. team. And, and you're like, wow. Yeah. And, and that, that happens. And it also, I mean, the basketball program. Uh, Heck, I, I, when, when our Phil the Thrill was a senior, Steve, the, the Stars Alive, that was a team that, I mean, you had uh, height, you had shooting ability. You had, I mean, it was uh, the complete team, strength, power, and all that. And, and you, you always try, you know, unless you go out and shop for it, right. which is not really what high school is about. But Should, some shouldn't be about. Shouldn't be no. about, but it, it is what it is. But we're, uh, we're back to Montgomery Road again. <laughs> Yeah, we're, I'll, I'll buy an, yeah. I'll buy an O. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it abbreviated, it rhymes with O. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and they're big. Yeah. 
Anyway. But <laughs> that's what I'd like to see. Of course, next week yeah. is Harbin show. Our Joe Harbin will be out here, Tom. And what can we expect? We can expect uh, mayhem, uh, bedlam. Uh, on one hand, it could be the craziest show we've ever had on week 10 because there's 16 teams and it's going to be very busy for one Joe Harbin to get all the scores in, not for the eight teams that traditionally we, we, we he does, but you need to double that uh, to the 16. So hopefully with the internet as it is, and there's a lot of uh, availability now with scores as they happen, uh, they won't be so so burdensome, burdensome for Joe next week, but it, sh- it should be fun. I'm not sure how we're going to physically do it, though. We don't ha- the big oh, boards don't aren't the, set up for no. 16 teams. We, we won't be able to do that, uh, but... But it's going to be fun, uh, and like I said, we say year in and year out, if you don't want to wait to the Monday morning or Sunday afternoon when the uh, OHSAA comes out with the official brackets, stop by Roosters next, next Friday night. Uh, 9.30, we'll have uh, the show starting, and by 11 o'clock, we'll have all the pairings set, and you don't need to wait. You just either come to Roosters and enjoy uh, some good food and company, or listen online to Sacred Heart Radio or whatever, but please join us next week, and hopefully we'll try to get some of the coaches uh, from the Elder Elder Panthers as well. And, and we'll take a glance at, at, at um, Divisions uh, 2 through 7 as well. They won't be as nailed down as Joe's, but we'll take a look at, you know, who locally is probably going to be making the playoffs. We won't be doing the pairings and things like that, but, but we'll take a good look at those. Good, like you too. normally do. Yeah. Like, great job that you do, Steve, in the past. We're going to go to Steve here shortly for another scoring update, but before we do that, talking about Senior Night, it's, it's kind of a uh, – while it's going on, we're talking through the – the pregame show, but I, I, you sit there and you look out and you watch as the parents come out. And you know, some some dads. I remember uh, my son Matthew uh, having to wear his jersey, and uh, those things are nicely fitted. And, and some uh, is nicely the word. Yeah, or? they're very fitted. Snug. Yeah. Snug. Some some of the dads can pull it off better than others, but they yeah. all put the thing on, and and they always wear the white ones, which uh, definitely show more. Yeah. Uh, more troublesome it's not, areas. It's not the slimming look, is it? No, it's not. No. And it's just like, wait a minute. But uh, uh, it it is so neat when you see when Doug Ramsey has you seen it with with uh, Peyton and uh, Drew, and then uh, the first son, uh, oh Tanner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, head coach walking out like everybody else, right. standing there, uh, him and his wife, and, and yeah. everybody walking out there. It's it's I remember it vividly, and it's it's a culmination of many many years of uh you know you 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 drive the kids to football practice at visitation victory dominic uh lord wherever yeah uh year for year for year your kids i can't wait to play at elder i can't wait to play at elder blah 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 blah. you know you you get to elder you do that and the next thing you know it's that last year and you're walking on the field and you know possibly it could be that last time they and for the most part, it is the last time they play football. Uh, it's the elders yeah. not a uh, none, majority of them don't go play football uh, right. in, in college. It, they they that's it. And it, it's an emotional night. You sit there and you think, wow, um, you know, it, it's it's kind of a 
it, it, it's tough to see it and is. watch. And I remember when I was out there. You lived it. And I'm sure they're all thinking, boy, what happened? It went by in a blink. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was nice to see the Hamiltons out there, uh, Ross, Ross Hamilton and Shauna with their son Ben. And, and, you know, just good friends, and you get to know them, and it's nice to see a culmination uh, on senior night. And it's, it's great for them and the whole team to go out with a victory. And I don't want to overlook at halftime, it was senior night for the band. So congratulations sure, to the band and the, drum, the the flag corps and all that. So yeah. congratulations to all them. Uh, speaking of the band, uh, the former band director Steve Geis and the Steve Geis drum line, uh, we welcome him out here every week, and he comes out of the kitchen. Here they come. Steve, let's run down the scores. That's what people are here to listen for. All right, up uh, in uh, Trotwood, it was uh, LaSalle traveling very well, winning 24 to nothing over uh, Trotwood Madison and going to 5-3 uh, and three on the year. Elder tonight, 49, football north 20. In GMC action, Lakota West 21, Colerain 3, Princeton 37, Mason 14. Middletown 33, Oak Hills 23. Oh. Middletown gets their first win at home. They stormed the field after after uh, after the game. I want to thank uh, Bill and Kevin Welsh for that score. Uh, they got that to me before uh, the, some of the online sources. So thank you, Bill and Kevin, for that one. And uh, I was reading online. Somebody just said that with Oak Hills uh, losing tonight and they play Sycamore next week, they don't have a Sycamore final yet, um, chances are that uh, the first-round matchup, uh, the, the 1 versus 16, will be St. X versus West High. So, uh, oh, boy. Uh, there'll be more for Joe to talk about next week. But, uh, yeah, oh, my. The running clock in the first quarter. That, yeah. Uh, that'll be something. Yeah. There you go. Since the Hills League action. Oh, and my upset special of the night. Didn't see this one coming. It was Fairfield traveling to Lakota East, and Fairfield pulling out a victory, 28 to 21. Oh my goodness! Lakota East came into this game seven and one in a perfect six and zero oh in GMC action, and uh, dropped to uh, three and uh, three and six. Or no, no, they dropped to seven and two and uh, six and one. But uh, they were tied for first place with Lakota West. They face off with West next week. But West with a win tonight um, pretty much assures them at least the title, if not a tie, if Lakota East could pull off a win next week. But Lakota East was sitting at the number four slot in uh, Division One, Region Four, so that's going to drop them. Fairfield was sitting at number ten, so that could, could uh, obviously rise Fairfield up to maybe hosting a home game. Uh, Fairfield uh, Fairfield plays Middletown next week, so. Yeah, that, that's that's a gimme putt uh, there. So, uh, and you mentioned, I think we glossed over it a little bit, but we had Tom Bolden and his Lakota West Firebirds visiting Colerain. Right. And how special has that has that to be for Tom Bolden yeah. to go back to Colerain and kind of stick it to him? And Colerain drew first blood in that game, went up three to nothing, and then uh, Tom Bolden, uh, 21 straight points, and rode off into the sunset. Yeah. Uh, with, with that victory. He's a winner wherever he goes. Yeah, he, he is. is. He, he, is. he really and, and knows how to coach. And his son's a quarterback on the team, an outstanding player. Yeah. So he's been starting, I think, since his sophomore year. I think he's a senior this year, so, yeah, props to. Uh, and I think that one of the first games, or the first year he started as a sophomore, was the, the Elder first game against Dakota West and Elder at the Pitt in the playoff, if I'm not mistaken, where Tom Bolden's son was a sophomore. 
and, and Elder beat him at the pit in the first round of that playoff. I think it was in yeah, I think you're 2019. Right. I think you're right. yeah. yeah. Since the Hills League action, Wyoming remains unbeaten with a 49 to nothing win over Finneytown tonight. They're 9 and 0 in the season and a perfect 6 and 0 in Cincinnati Hills League action. It was Reading over Marymount tonight in a kind of a surprise. wasn't a big upset, but Reading was 5 and 2 on the season, go to 6 and 2, and Marymount drops to 6 and 3 on the season with a 35-14 loss to Reading tonight. Taylor over uh, Madeira, 27 to nothing. In uh, one overtime, it was uh, the McNicholas Rockets uh, had to really fight to stay perfect, but they're perfect on year 8-0 uh, with a 31-30 win in overtime over wow. uh, a now 3-4 and Chaminade-Julian team. So, um, you know, CJ. Was that, that up and date? That was at McNick. Big they traveled okay. McNick and right. uh, gave them all they could handle. What uh, a game. I, I, would wow. guess, I would guess senior night as well for, for yeah. Nick. I don't know who or what they play next week. Uh, moving to Eastern Cincinnati uh, Conference action is uh, Anderson 72, Loveland 35, Kings 35, Turpin 12, Southwest Ohio action, Edgewood and Ross squared off. For at, at the number one spot, both coming in undefeated in uh, Southwest Ohio Conference action. Edgewood hosting and uh, just putting the whammy on uh, Ross Rams tonight, 42 to uh, nothing. So uh, Ed- Edgewood all over Ross tonight. It was Harrison 51, Northwest 35, Mount Healthy 28, Talawan to 6. And uh, since they Metro Athletic Conference action, it was Taft 26, Hughes nothing. Both of those teams came in unbeaten in, in, in CMAC action. They were vying for first place wow. in, the, in the red division, and uh, Taft hosting just uh, hand, handled use uh, and, and just really took care of them. And I just looked it up, guys. Uh, uh, McNicholas is going to host Hamilton and Baden next Friday, so senior night will be next week for Big Dick, but still, a, a great win. And, and Baden, I don't know what they did. They're, they don't play tonight. They play tomorrow, but they're undefeated on the season, so that's going to be a tough one. That would be a heck of a game between McNick and Baden next week. The Miami Valley Conference action, Cincinnati Country Day 35, Lachlan 28, Miami Valley Christian 30, Clark Montessori 20. It was Roger Bacon 45, Summit Country Day 6, Southern Buckeye Conference action, East Clinton 45, Claremont Northeastern 7, Clinton Massey 70, New Richmond 34. Two teams uh, top to 70 mark tonight. There's Blanchester 55, Fayetteville Perry 35. Other action, Bellbrook 42, Monroe 10. In Kentucky, it was Cooper 34, Boone County nothing. Ryle 13, Dixie Heights 12, Covenant Catholic in a squeaker 8-7 to seven wow. over Highlands. Was tonight. that at Highlands? That was at Highlands. Wow. So, that is wow. a unique place to it play. Is. It, it is. is. Uh, it's historic. It's uh, If you've never been there, uh, you're... The one side of the field is the high school. High school. And, yeah. uh, it, 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 I wouldn't it, say it's a good place to play. Well, but it's, it's a unique. unique place it's a unique to play. place to play. I always there's enjoy def- going there. So, there's, there's a definite home field advantage, yeah, too. Uh, that cannon only fired once tonight. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, blocked, a blocked field goal with uh, less than a minute to go was the, the, the deciding factor wow. in that game. Uh, so props to Covington Catholic going to uh, – uh, five and three on the season, and in five uh, A uh, District Five action, they uh, moved to three and zero oh 
and so they're, they're positioning themselves well for, for the playoffs. Holy Cross 47, Newport 14, Beachwood 62, Lloyd 6, Ludlow 40, Bellevue nothing, uh, Newport Central Catholic 23, Dayton 6, Bishop Brossard 36, Paris nothing, Simon Kenton 41, Campbell County 24, it was uh, Lawrenceburg 56, South Dearborn 7, and in a score that sounds vaguely familiar to me, it was Indianapolis Ron Colley 35, East Central 21. Wow. So uh, Ron Colley remains unbeaten there, 9-0 and now, and heading to the playoffs next week. Well, that doesn't shock me at all. And those are all the scores we have at this juncture. We've got a few more to flesh out. We'll try to get those before we go off the air, but we won't run down every one of them. So. All right. That's uh, the Rooster scoreboard here at Prep Sports Radio Game Night. Uh, we're coming to you live at Roosters. Come out and join us. Uh, great food, great service. The servers here are fantastic, and uh, we thank them every week for all that they do. They're every bit as good as the food. Yes, they are. And uh, coming up in uh, right after this break, uh, we'll get things reset. Len Harvey will be up here. Uh, he'll be uh, preaching the, the word of Lenny. He'll be uh, waxing poetic. He oh, yeah. looks like he's wa- already starting. Starting to be waxed. He's already yeah, starting yeah. start to be waxed. Bill, Bill Welsh is just cracking up down there. Yeah. So. so we're going to get Lenny up here when, yeah. when we come back right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Westside Home Fuel Oil and Propane Supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Dave here. Is your phone service putting your business on hold? My friends at Fuller Information Technology know businesses can't afford to pay for the things they don't need or use. That's why the experts at Fuller Information Technology work with you to personalize your phone service, giving you everything you need and nothing you don't. Let them help you save money and give your business the competitive edge you've been looking for. Check out Fuller Information Technology today. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Prep Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, let's go back to Rooster's Restaurant at 5050 Crookshank Road at Glenway with Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. And that's it, and it's time for our last segment here out at Roosters, the uh, last 15 minutes of the show. People are happy about that. They are, yeah. Almost <laughs> over with. And, uh, Bill Welsh is just cracking up out there. Well, and, yeah. And, and yeah. last but certainly not least. And happy birthday, Katie Meese. Uh, just turned 39. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Katie. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Lenny, uh, well, first off, I, I think uh, the New Jersey Devils won tonight. I was looking up there. They were, Well, I'm not sure. They're they keep showing they were playing. I think the the uh, they've won four to three. There you go. They're playing the Blackhawks. All so, right. So there you go. Very good. Through. 
get you turned up here. And uh, I tell you, the, the, the player that is uh, becoming influential is Dave Maurer, the kicker. He's been – and you're, you're originally from the Bronx in New Jersey, and a guy you love, John Sterling. And, and you're going to have to start brushing your John Sterling – uh, if people don't know who John Sterling is, he's the voice of the Yankees. And, uh, it is high. It is far. It is gone. Okay, that's going to yeah. be when he kicks it off into the end zone. Yeah. Do it, it one more time. It is high. <laughs> it is far. It is gone. Yeah. yeah. What weapon, Lenny, is that to have a team start at the 20 every time tonight? That is tremendous. I mean, you, you know, think about it. In the NFL now, you know, they start at the 25-yard line. But a lot of these guys don't kick it into the end zone as much, right. you know. So it's uh, it, it is it is great because you've got you know 80 yards to go rather than you know sometimes you'll have the big. Think about what happened in the game against Moeller. Moeller lost the game because they couldn't put it away from Flowers. Right. You yeah. Know, that was so that's kind of special teams is one of those things where if you're really good at it, you can you can you can steal games, and that's what they they do. So all right, let's get into the run of the game. What your impressions of the passing game and, and how efficient it has become, it's getting uh, almost like a machine-like efficiency. I don't like abbreviations and acronyms, as you know, but <laughs> RPO, run-pass option, right, yeah. is what Coach Ramsey talked about. Uh, ben Ben went 41 of 52 on last week, and then this week was 29 of 30, whatever, for 400 yards. He's so he got, got up over, to yeah, he got 400. over 400 yards and four touchdowns. And what's amazing is you count the two, you know, games combined. He's got over like 67 or so uh, completions in two games. Yeah, I mean, and over 750 yards of passing in two games. And Ramsey, he's, a, I mean, it's exhausting to watch him because I'd be exhausted. He had 18 catches in last week's last game, week. yeah, and at 13 today, 31 catches. In two, wow. and I don't have a stat department. This is just me doing it. Yeah, and, <laughs> but Ben Hamilton was 150 yards shy of last year's record of 1,910 yards after nine games. Truncated right. se- season last year. So you're telling me tonight was 400. Yeah. He was 150 short, so he's 250, 250 more yards comparable comparing last year after nine games to this year after nine games. He, he looks so comfortable. And the and offensive line gave him some time. I got to give, you know, you got to give Coach Ramsey credit here because you look at the situation, they lose Flowers, they, they've gone through several different uh, receiving guys. They they, they had um, one thing that you, if, you, if you listen to some of the interviews a couple of weeks ago, we talked about, you know, Justin Ray making that big 75-yard catch, but a couple of, about six, ten minutes before, he was benched because he wasn't. He gave him another chance, and now Justin Ray's paying dividends. You got Harp that doesn't drop a ball, right? You got all these guys, and then oh by the way, you got Ramsey who can catch 18 balls in a game. He's like the Julian Edelman of, and I brought yeah, that up tonight. You, that was a brilliant point because well, I don't know if I'm brilliant, but thank well, you. it was. Uh, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it, it was a fair Tom, point. Tom, I love you. Yeah, and but. But he, he catches it's there. Let, he's going to catch it. Len, I, I stated on the pregame show that Elder's offense has kind of been restructured. Yeah. They went from a, a run first or a, you know, and now it's all pass because of the competition or the, or the, or the, or the, or the players that they have to just do what they need to do to move the ball effectively. 
And a lot of times with the RPO, it's, it's almost like an extended handoff, but it works. It does. And, and you play And they're everything. proving it. They are. And what they're doing, too, is they're playing a lot of players in and out. Yeah. Right? And I've always said this. When I coach baseball, my team's always got better at the end of the season. And the reason being because I played everybody. And when you play everybody, they all have a chance – you know, next man up. Look at Auten Reed tonight. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. They, next man up. It doesn't matter. They're not afraid. When they get in the game, they're not afraid. They, Malili. Malili, right. the senior. Exactly. With a, with a touch of. Exactly. What a great job by Doug to get him in the game. I know. I, I don't think the kid's going to sleep right. much tonight. He'll be so yeah. excited. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So my point is, you know, you look at you look at Coach Ramsey and this schedule that they play. Any other team would, you mentioned it earlier, I heard you say, about being 500 of the schedule like this, they would. Yeah. Have, most teams would have been two and seven. Most teams would have been in the schedule that they play. Yeah. Um, but they have just been able to figure out they're getting better, and and I don't know what happens next week against LaSalle. We'll see, right? But if if you go if you go four, five and five at this schedule, I know. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to get count the chickens, but who is going to beat them in round one? Now. That's right. The, the scheduling uh, for Elder was brilliant. The fact that with they've seen it all, they've seen every every imaginable style, style, size, quantity, Offense, speed. Yep. And, and tonight they saw basically a team that's probably not as well oiled as LaSalle, but similar yeah. in, 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 in the offense, and, and they want to run. Uh, the, the, the quarterback was quality. Uh, yeah, and, and he could sling it. Poor could he sling oh, it? Yeah. Going to a higher university. Yeah, yeah. I, I question that. I mean, that couldn't hit the floor. What is happening? He could throw it 100 miles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a. I hope they're not listening uh, in Canada right now. Uh, they're on the bus. Six coming your way. Start the oh, bus. Calling them the poser yeah. over here. <laughs> so I gotta get yeah. back checked. <laughs> yeah, back checked. But no, just look at the schedule that they play. Look at the, the and look even the defense tonight. In the in the second half, they were so much better on defense than they were in the first half. And Spinney is just dominating right now. Yeah, I that mean, interception that he had was fantastic. Yeah. Momentum, he's, and then they turned that into seven points. Yeah, absolutely. Where last week they have a bad snap in the first drive, and they wind up giving the ball to. Uh, Ron Cowley yep. at uh, the 24-yard line, and of course, you start a drive on the 24-yard line of your opponents. That's pretty good. That's it. That's yeah. pretty. And the, yeah. and the field is short. Yeah, exactly. The field is very short. <laughs> so that being said, you know, yeah, much better today to do it. But they, they're, it's showing that they're getting better, and Ramsey is getting better if that's even possible. Yeah. Because he started off the season with a 99-yard right yeah. uh, play. Right. And, and oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look at that. See, yeah. I remember these things. Um, but 99 yards, and, and he's just getting better. He's become that possession receiver. They, they've been able to forget the run. Let's throw it to Ramsey for five, for six, for eight, for ten. And we, and we should not overlook this point. Doug has been saying all year what a great group of guys are on the team. There are not a, guy, a lot of guys that say, don't. I don't need to listen to you, Coach. I know how to do this. They're like sponges. They want to learn. And it's almost to a fault where he would need to see some more confidence possibly at times. But now they're getting that confidence because they're making plays. And we're all up here agreeing that we're seeing this turnaround, that the confidence is coming in. They're making plays. And all of a sudden they're finally believing in themselves that they can actually win 
these tough games. Again, you know, you look at it. If they go and beat LaSalle next week, they're 5-5. Five and five. Five. They could have easily been 7-3 and three if you do it. Look at it. Because they, they were good enough for some of the other games as well. Uh, they they, they were in the game. They were You're right. The they You're were right. tied. I mean, think about the game that I wasn't at, but the, the game in Louisville, they had the, the lead, didn't they, in the fourth, yeah. in the fourth early fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. So those are the type of things you look back. But, again, no big deal because these are the things you cannot teach. You can never teach and practice what they've been doing at the high-speed game level. And yes, it happens. regardless of whether or not they win or lose in some of these games, they're getting a much better uh, job done with all of it. So. Looks like we got a few scores coming in. Steve Geis is going to play one more time. i got a handful of scores to finish out. I'm not going to go through the big list, but uh, just scores that we got in. It was um, and this, this, this is a big one that, that uh, Joe Harbin is going to have to deal with next week. Lebanon sitting at the number 15 slot, Division One, Region 4, pulls an upset over Milford tonight, 24 to 20. Whoa. Uh, Milford was sitting at number 6, and uh, you know, Lebanon just barely hanging on at 15. They come into the game 1 and 6 and uh, beat a 5 and 3 team. Wow. So Lebanon with a big win tonight, and that's going to make a big difference in, in the playoff picture next week as far as you know who's going to play who. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting thing there. Little Miami uh, wins over West Claremont tonight, 37 to 13. Uh, not really an upset there, but West Claremont sitting at the number 14 spot. Little Miami, a uh, Division II team, uh, they, um, they were sitting at number 16. So, you know, trying to get them off that, that playoff bubble. Uh, Cincinnati College Prep, 58, Manchester nothing. And the final score I got tonight, Withrow all over West High in the C-Mac, 48 to nothing. West High is still hanging on with that one win and clinching desperately <laughs> to number 16. Yeah. All right, Steve, thanks for those uh, final score updates. You guys, final thoughts on tonight and what do we expect next week? I think next week it's, it's a classic GCL game. Uh, with a win, Elder can, can I guess, lock up second place at 2-1, and one, uh, and that would make LaSalle winless. But uh, that's really not number one on the list. Number one on the list for the Elder Panthers and LaSalle is to prepare to get ready for the playoffs. Stay healthy, try to get some success, and, and, and win, try to win a ball game for Doug Ramsey. Lenny? I think uh, Tom's right. You know, you got to stay healthy. And it's uh, important to show, you know, and win this game because this is a big game. If they can they can win this game, they go to 500. And I think that's going to be an important momentum to get into the playoffs. And a big, big reward would be a home game probably at the pit. And, and next it's almost if, if, if Elder could beat LaSalle at LaSalle, I would go on a limb and say it guarantees a, a, a first-round home playoff game in week 11 for the Panthers. Steve, final thoughts on tonight. I, I, I'm right with Lenny. My one word is momentum. You, you gotta, you know, you gotta finish strong. Um, so we were talking in the in, in the, the, the pregame and halftime. This is almost like the playoff start now. It's like Elder needs to position themselves, and, and uh, they got to get momentum. They can't lay an egg out on North Bend. They, they really need to play strong. They need to get a win, and because they know Week 11's out there, they need to get there. Well, we know where we're going to be next week. We're going to be at LaSalle. And then we're going to have the Prep for Friday game night here. It's Harbin night. It's very important uh, show, the, the biggest one we do every year. Joe Harbin will be out here. 
and we will hopefully be able to plot out all 16 and see who Elder will be playing first round. Will we be playing at home? Will we be away? Those are all the things you're going to need to listen to next week and find out right here at, at Roosters. And we'd love you to join join us out here yeah, for some great absolutely. food. Uh, plenty of room. Plenty of room. Come on out. It's a great place, great food, great service. And uh, we'd love to have you here. Well, that's all the time we have uh, for Prep Sports Radio Game Night. Thanks to Paul Lockman back at the studio. And special thanks to all you who listen every week on the radio and on the Internet and all 25 time zones uh, spread across the world where you may be stationed uh, for the military or wherever. We appreciate your service and uh, that you listen in. So that's all the time we have. We'll see you next week right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network.